All right, are we on the clock? Have we uh, punched our time cards? Yeah, you got. Eight. Is that a thing people do? I'm I'm not allowed to work with humans, so I've never had to uh, do a time yeah. card. You're uh, you've got eight minutes to get the pick in, or else the Baltimore Ravens can jump above you and make their pick. <laughs> a real life thing that happened. That's pretty cool. I know you're a big draft day guy. And Wouldn't so, you have been and excited? So are you now? I enjoyed it. Yeah. I I one I enjoyed it. Two. I enjoyed knowing how much my dad would enjoy it. I'm mm. like, this is the most my dad movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it have been sweet if someone had paid us $25 to watch Draft Day? Uh, I Paid I, you $25 to watch Draft Day for the 14th time? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Legitimately, I watch it three times a year, and I've only watched it once this year, So, and that was with you. You're behind. Yeah, but I can get two in November. Same day? Or like back-to-back days, or... Make a weekend. Make out a of weekend it. out of it. <laughs> sure. And, like do my entire weekend around fitting in two viewings of draft day, <laughs> and one viewing of Jurassic Park. Like a half, a sandwiched in the middle. Because the rules are the rules. The rules are the rules. I like what I like, and I gotta watch them. <laughs> so what is this? I guess it's the worst year of our lives. Uh, emergency all request episode. <laughs> all request. <laughs> Yeah, we're playing. We're this playing the, the hits. This is the noon noon hour all requests lives yep. from noon till one p.m. We play what the fans want. Yeah, give and us call. Then we and go back to what we want. Five nine one rock. Five nine one roll. Oh, there'll be some rock and or roll conversation so, later. True. So I guess we should say thank you because big thank you. A good chunk of people sent in some money and picked some movies. How many movies were picked? You ask. Well, guess what? Now I'm going to tell you the number. And here it is. <laughs> my, my favorite thing is in the world is when you're asked a question and you find a way to restate the question seven times before answering it. Mm-hmm. It's the best. What did I do? Oh, what did I do? Well, what I did was... <laughs> you know, my opponent, he wouldn't even know the answer to that. He would just ramble on incoherently until he ran out of time and then... Bah. <laughs> That's the uh, turd sandwich your, giant Your douche. time is up. <laughs> yeah. 20 movies. 20 movies. I like that when we proposed this to each other that we were like, ah, like, okay, if we get 10, we're happy. 10's great. We're like, and then we were like, We ah, were going to cap it at 10. We're like, what's yeah. the money value? And like, should we yeah. just say the first 10? But then we were like, no. because I mean, if we get more, then, great. Yeah. Like, if we say only 10, that's really like handicapping ourselves. What if we say more only than, fans? More than you're already handicapped. A little and, more. And uh, we, like, we would be leaving money on the table. Never do that. So we decided, like... Also, you never count your money when you're sitting at the table. Uh, that's true. You gotta know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Because if you don't, you have to get crazy plastic surgery on your face. <laughs> and look like an old lesbian with a beard. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, worst look. Kenny Rogers or Barry Manilow? Ooh. Barry's kind of a ghoul. <laughs> so. He looks like a ghoul. Like, it almost looks like he has no jaw or chin left. Yeah. That it's just been they've sh- They've down shaved too much until off. Until it's just teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He starts at his upper teeth. <laughs> yes. It's just teeth and then a skin yeah. flap around the bottom. Yeah. They, they Roger Eberted him. Oh, poor Roger. Uh, was it you and... Probably. Yeah, it was you and I, Sex, that <laughs> made... Were we talking about... 
how pathetic it was when uh, he, when he, Ebert died and it was just uh, like you, you instead of two people giving thumbs up, it was just like Roper giving two thumbs both. up. Yeah. So he has to like do both. Yeah. Like, I mean, I give this movie a two thumbs yeah, up. Pack it in. Roper. You look stupid. It's over. <laughs> you look like it's an idiot. fucking over. <laughs> yeah. I also love that. Like, even today, like. They're like star ratings and whatnot from RogerEbert.com. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I guess that's the site you write for, but that's weird. That is weird. It's well, it's it's not Roger Ebert. Yeah, it, it's, it's Jim. It's the same thing as like before. Weren't there people writing reviews for like Leonard Moulton? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I sometimes, think so. yeah. like he he wouldn't see everything that wasn't like a bigger movie. He would outsource, so he would outsource to, to like India. interns and shit, yeah. <laughs> Indian interns. Yeah, that's a, that's what that uh, famous NBC show Outsource was about. Uh, yeah. Was about a bunch. Was uh, what uh, P- Pete Holmes and a bunch of Indians? No, it wasn't Pete, it wasn't Pete Holmes. Holmes. It was uh, uh, someone and a bunch of Indians just uh, reviewing movies for Leonard Maltin. Mike Berbiglia. I don't know. No, it definitely wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Pete. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if it was somebody Pete that Holmes. we know. It was like one of those uh, classic television actors of the aughts that uh, were in like 10 failed pilots or one season shows. Maybe the guy who's on Superstore could, or something. Could I tell you that the guy's name is Ben, no relation to uh, Rappaport? Really? No relation? I don't know. I bet he, it is. He doesn't look like a ginger. He doesn't look like a wigger. Uh, he also doesn't look like a wigger who's got an end pass. He doesn't look like a guy so... who got to 1992 and then said this forever. He's, he's also uh, Jewish. So is Rappaport. So he's a... Uh, Classic Italian Jewish wigger. Oh, if, if I could tell you... If, if I said, Scott, name me a bunch of... Uh, sit like uh, Ben Rappaport credits? Or just... just <laughs> Show no. shows that were on for too many seasons that no one watched, and he's in eight of the thirty shows you would name. <laughs> yeah, uh, younger, uh, Blind Spot, God friended me. Blind Spot was on for a long uh, time. Might for, actually still be on for the people. Don't know. Uh, I remember God friended me. I mean, he's on The Good Wife. God friended me was a Jeopardy answer that has stuck with me for some elementary. reason. Elementary. Oh yeah. Uh, is that Lucy Liu as Sherlock Holmes? Cor- correct. Uh, actually, I don't fucking care. Sure. Maybe Lucy Liu is Watson. Uh, Lucy, Either way. Lucy Liu is Watson. Not and, into uh, it. Johnny Lee Miller was Sherlock Holmes. Was he a Power Ranger? Uh, no, nope. that was Jason Scott he, Lee. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was, uh, you know, train spotting. Okay. And also Dexter. He was the oh, motivational yeah, yeah. speecher speaker. No, ah, that, the motivational speecher. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the other one. That was Sean Patrick Flannery, I believe. Was yes, the motivational speaker. The other Boondock Saint. Yeah, but they're both in it. They both were. They both were villains in a season. He was the one that. Uh, he was the one that. Sexually... Sean Patrick Flannery and Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris were, were, were the Moondock Saints. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would watch that fucking movie. Uh, no, I believe that he was... Was he the one that sexually assaulted Lumen? When, Drew, it's... In uh, the worst season? It's canon that we don't talk about Lumen anymore <laughs> on the show. 
Ah, uh, imagine following up the best season with Lumen. that you've ever had with the worst season you've you could possibly make. Yeah. Hey, let's have a whining, annoying, useless woman that we found in a fucking barrel. Yeah. That that. <laughs> Uh, has the facial appeal of uh, a donkey. And the voice appeal of Michael Clark Duncan. And, like, concave tits. Hey, Dexter, it's me, Loomis. And a dumpy ass. <laughs> and, ugh. How has anyone ever had sex with her? I can't prove they have. I, I, maybe her, I guess her husband, Ryan, has. Ryan Lumen? Ryan Stiles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Of uh, line uh, outsource the TV series. Uh, yeah. I was trying to see if... My, it, like, it, it says nothing, so I guess he's just another Rappaport. All right. Uh, he, yeah, because Rappaport's New York, right? Yeah. Yeah, this guy's from Texas. I guess it's no, I guess just... Uh, yeah, Rappaport is, is just, very New York. Rappaport is the most New York. He's everything from New York. Rappaport is the most common Jewish New York name, so... Yeah. Yeah, all... all uh, how many Rapports can you think of? I got 10, 12, maybe? Easy. 14? Yeah. Um, but... Anyways. <laughs> outsourced, how did we get Outsourced here? is based on a very good movie, though. The movie is quite... Slumdog Millionaire. Quite entertaining. No, it's also called Outsourced. Oh. 2006, maybe? Oh, that's right. I forgot it was a previous... Yeah, the movie. The movie's pretty good. Intellectual pretty property. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about... I um, think I consider you my intellectual property. <laughs> as opposed and, to... And no one can have you. As opposed to me... Unless th- they pay. Think, then they can have you. Thinking of you as my uh, concubine? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I put babies in you and that's it. <laughs> That's the only reason we're together. It's for procreation and nothing yeah, and else. And then if you keep giving me female offspring... You're going to keep gonna filling their you... mouths with ashes I'm... and drowning them. Yeah, and then I'm going to have you beheaded. <laughs> um, no, we were talking about... a better breeder. We are talking about Indian interns and uh, writing articles for Leonard Malton when it's not actually Leonard Malton or uh, Roger Ebert, yeah. uh, who should lay off the fatty foods. Yep. But I don't know if that caused him to get uh, jaw and mouth cancer. Maybe not specifically, but I feel like a healthier lifestyle overall might have prolonged his life. Mm. Maybe he was eating too much pussy. Could have been. It could have been a Michael Douglas situation. Yeah, pussy. Gay actor <laughs> Gay Michael actor Douglas, Michael was Douglas. Eating too much pussy. All the you know what? Even, here's the thing. Even if I was. Uh, a gay man, uh, which I'm not saying I am. I'm not saying I'm not. I still wouldn't eat pussy. <laughs> uh, and I was married to Catherine Zeta-Jones. I would eat her pussy. Yes. Even as a gay man. Right. Oh, yeah, I absolutely. If only for the story. Yeah, but, and just the fact that she's, like, gorgeous. Yeah, and, and Greek, so I bet it tastes like feta cheese. Ooh, I don't like feta. I don't like feta either. Uh, it tastes like a gyro. Olives. <laughs> Olives. You know what? Now that you're bringing this up, I don't think I like Greek food. Greek, oh, Drew? Greek, <laughs> Greek food? Worst food. Uh, like, they cook a good Hot lamb. Hot take? Worst ethnic they, they, food. They cook a good lamb and they cook good lemon potato. But outside of that... First, okay, first of all, they have like, like, z- like... How much zucchini, cucumber... They have like three ingredients. They have less ingredients than Mexican food, which I thought was impossible. Mm. They've got feta, olives, and some sort of low-grade meat. That's it. <laughs> the end. That is true. And er- everything is swimming in oil. 
You get potatoes and rice with your food because carbs. <laughs> yeah, you got to fill yourself up uh, with as many carbs as you can. For you got to carbo load for all the gay sex. For all the boy fucking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say, for all the little boy fucking, you got to I mean, just that's load yourself true. up. Oh. I mean, there's logic behind all of it. I just don't care for it. But yeah, legit one of my least favorite ethnic foods, Greek. Yeah, yeah, I, I think all, all you do is just like what? You take... Um, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. Mm-hmm. Um, have you, I derailed you yet? <laughs> no. All you do is you just, like, uh, deep deep fry octopus and squid. Yep. And then just load it with as much tzatziki sauce as you can mm-hmm. to cover up the fact that it tastes like nothing. They really hang their hat a lot on tzatziki. Yeah. One 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 sauce and dip one for everything. One sauce forever. And it goes on everything. Yeah. Yeah. I uh what's your favorite ethnic food? Um Italian Italian, Indian, Mexican, Japanese, but not sushi. Dirty knees. Look at Look these. At these. Mm. Chinese, second worst ethnic food. Yeah, I bet. I I wonder if there's any. You know how you can tell? Because white people can make it. Partly, you're on the right track. And Indian people can there, make it. Yeah, also on the right track, but the reason is because there's no difference between cheap, low end Chinese ah, food and high and end Chinese eh? food. Have you had shark fin soup? Yes, and oh. as we've described on the podcast, <laughs> it's worse than Campbell's chicken noodle soup. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's true. And yeah, especially any, any, it's, it's, uh, this, uh, this part I'm stealing from Ari Shafir, it's dirt food. <laughs> it is dirt food. It's, it's cheap. Di- it's dirt. Yeah. It's dirt it's food. For, it's food. dirt food for dirt but people. You, you know, it's bad when white people can make it just as good as Chinese people. Yeah. And because he, white people make like, it was like explaining to someone, Oh, like what's Canadian food? You're like, I don't know. Like, nothing. Uh, we don't have culture. Po- poorly made pasta and, um, on par Chinese food and, uh, Shishi. chips. Shishi. 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 Shishimi. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, there's no Canadian food is there isn't Canadian food. Poutine. The end. But it, Poutine's Montreal, like Quebec. Yeah. Like maple syrup and poutine are Quebec. What yeah. what is a what's an Alberta dish, Scott? Beef. Beef. But yeah. like it's just beef. It's not oh it's a it's yeah, a dish. Which I don't a, I don't believe a, Alberta invented. No, and it's not a specific beef dish. No, it's beef. It's just beef. It's a plate of beef. Like what's a, what's a British Columbia dish? Salmon? Yeah. But just salmon. It's just not salmon. like oh uh lo, like uh, salmon l'orange. Like <laughs> you know, it's so yeah, it's a real uh, it's a real mishmash of just like garbage food that you can get from anywhere. Yeah. Um, but I I would say I would say my favorite is probably like Mexican or Latin food is my is my favorite. Yeah. We had tapas the other day. Mm-hmm. Very delicious. I enjoy a good, uh, a good cha- tapas. There's a good tapas place on Denman. That I went to a, a lovely one in Toronto. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like had, had nice paella. Paella. I love tacos, real tacos, not white people tacos. Real ass tacos. Yeah. Although that, that being said, uh, Doritos Locos tacos from Taco Bell, fucking. Rule. I mean, they hit the spot. <laughs> I do miss them. Yeah. Uh, or what was what was the ones? Wasn't there? Uh, or maybe I guess that's not considered a taco. What was the one that that's what's the one that's the soft shell over the the hard shell? A gordita. Cheese gordita, gordita crunch, crunch, baby. Those ones are good. A CGC. That's not technically a taco. No. Gah. 
It's borderline. Yeah. It's border. It's run for the borderline. It's run. It's jump the borderline. <laughs> it's border wall line. Yeah. It's all, the line in front of the border all wall. All nine feet of the wall. Yeah. Yeah. With slats in it. <laughs> yeah. Or no, it's just not even finished. It's it, just, yeah. It's it halfway across wa- the road. Walk another half mile. Yeah. It, all, all it means is that it's only, it's one, it's one way traffic. Did Biden promise to finish the wall? I don't think so. Did he? I feel like he should have. No. How do you get elected? He's too busy pulling everyone out of I thought we only voted, voted on the wall platform these days. Maybe. Maybe. Do you want to talk a little uh, Canadian politics? Love to. And uh, how our, our, our handsome prime minister literally is, is going to get himself voted out of office by rushing an election when he's done a terrible job? I, um, I do question the logic in What an it. idiot! It's a real, like, I almost respect the balls of it. Like, <laughs> he's just been, like, steadily going down and he's like, election time! You know what? I, we need a minority government, so I'm going to rush an election. Oh, go- oh my God, I lost so many votes. Whoops. Oopsie. Guess I'm not prime minister anymore. And now we get to have conservatives again. Sweet. I mean, Can't at least wait. at least the conservatives uh, follow through on their goals. Yeah, it's just often the goals are uh, questionable. You can't you can't fault them. They are more effective though. You can't fault them for saying we don't want abortions and then no more abortions. I was gonna say made a promise, kept it. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas what what's Trudeau promised? Um, I'm gonna grow uh, a, e- election reform. I'm gonna grow uh, a, that went well. I'm gonna grow a patchy beard and everyone's patchy. gonna think I'm a more attractive. And then okay, they're so, like, so okay. he's batting five hundred. So he promised election reform. No patchy beard. Patchy yes, beard, yes. So so far he's, not bad. He's gonna grow longer, longer, more luscious hair. And he's gonna stop doing brown face, mostly. Most like uh, in public. Yeah. At home, he's got a he's got a cabinet drawer full of shoe polish. I I heard in the, in the winter he still does it on his hands, but wears gloves. <laughs> so he knows. So he knows. <laughs> yeah. But no one can get mad ah, at it's him. A, it's a real wearing women's underwear situation. Yes, it's ah, for you. It's for you. Yes, not for everyone else. Exactly. Um. Yeah, what a stupid thing to do. Like you're already you're already losing support. Yeah, and then you're like, hey, you know how I'll get more support? <laughs> Having an election, a ru- snap uh, uh, election. Yeah. Like, there's so many parts of like northern the northern part of the middle that barely voted north central as we call north, it the, the no central yeah <laughs> uh that they barely voted not conservative yeah and now all those people are mad that they're all had, gonna vote conservative. that they've had to wear masks yeah. get vaccines like whatever stop saying the n-word all of those people are gonna vote conservative yeah all of them so any any swing liberals they're gonna lose all of that and then they're gonna How about liberal swingers uh, so they swing, but there's no gay stuff. <laughs> no, they're liberal. There's definitely gay stuff. But like, that's the the thing is they're called the liberals. They're not the liberals. They're they're center. They're the central. Yeah, yeah. South central. They're they're they're, they're the Kansas of our of our <laughs> political system. They're right in the middle, and they don't do shit. <laughs> Accurate, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, a vote for liberal is a vote uh, against conservative. Like that's how liberals. Yeah, are. except for the fact that like you either the, N- the NDP and the Conservatives and the Bloc are all more willing to work together. Yeah. Than work with the Liberals. Yeah. So it's almost like the Liberals are the far right, <laughs> it's, and it's the weird, Conservatives yeah. are the middle. <laughs> but <laughs> it's yeah. Although Conservatives here are not the same as Conservatives in the U.S. 
Yeah, like, like literally, Republicans and conservative Canadian are, are not the same. Well, in they terms, in terms so- of party stances, our conservative party is further left than the Democratic Party in the United States. Yes. Yeah, especially if you look like at... Our like our furthest right is still lefter than your furthest left. Yeah. And then our furthest like left... Because our, our conservatives fully acknowledge climate change. Yeah. 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 And our, like, our furthest left and are, universal are literal hippies that live in the dirt. Yeah. Like, it's so, so we, far left. We have a different spectrum that, than That you. they don't even have a society. Yeah. They live in the forests. They don't own shoes. They don't have bank accounts. Yeah, it's, it's like the equivalent would be if the Democrats in the United States lived in a commune. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a completely different system. Yeah, uh, and didn't believe in money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They only bartered. Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't believe, like, what a dumb fucking move. What an idiot. We'll see how this plays out. It's going to play out terribly. Uh, I can't wait to have another... How, how long was Harper in charge? 12 years? A very long time. Uh, I can't wait to have another conservative leader for the majority of my adult life. Yeah. And then well, then maybe people can get uh, mad at the conservatives again and then uh, vandalize all the stop signs by putting Harper <laughs> under the word stop. Remember that? Remember I how, forgot about every that. Every stop sign said yeah, stop Harper. I forgot about that. I, mean, I guess technically we eventually stopped him after he was prime minister for the better part of two decades. And, and then just sort of decided he didn't want to be... In, yeah. Like, it wasn't even necessarily like... Oh, I gotta run and keep the party going. He was kind of oh, like, like, "Well, eh, I'm gonna lose. I'm, I'm just gonna I've, step out." I've led this country for a very long time, <laughs> yeah. and I'm tired. I'm going on a sabbatical. Yeah, yeah. And then the guy that they got to replace him uh, said a bunch of really bad things. And yep. unlike the U.S., they were like, "Oh, you can't be in the party anymore." Yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't know. Bad, bad decision. You're gonna cost this country. Uh, I hope you're not living in Canada and uh, trans, gay, or poor. Yeah. Unless you live in Vancouver, then you're fine. But if you live anywhere, yeah, then else, go nuts. You're you're gonna be in. You're gonna be hurting for a squirting, <laughs> a squirting of hetero rich people. <laughs> My favorite hetero kind of cis rich people, but yes. Um, anywho, I, I don't even know how we got on so many tangents. Is it because we uh, we both have ADHD? What? <laughs> Who's talking? I was looking at something shiny. Oh, uh, I was distracted by uh, the the re- climbing rate of Bitcoin. I don't know. I, I was looking at my portfolio. I was too busy searching King of the Hill porn. <laughs> Again. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we got... We so got we got 20 movies. 20 goddamn movies. That seems like a lot to talk about today. So... We're going to do it! We're not! Oh. <laughs> we're going to do... nice to know that before we started recording. But... Once again, something that could have been brought to my <laughs> attention <laughs> yesterday! <laughs> we're going to split them into two shots of ten. Yeah. Uh, one anyone... now. One now and, and one right after now. Oh, one in eight months. <laughs> Yeah, one in uh, Q4 2022. (laughs) That's the earliest we could uh, schedule it. Yes. So anyone who requested multiples, we uh, I think we split yours over the two. And most people who did one, I think maybe besides one, they're getting theirs today. So we could get as much uh, different 
people yeah. representation Look, it, as uh, as possible. It also gives you something to look forward to if you did more than one. Exactly. Because you go, oh, they talked about one of mine. Now I have to tune in to hear the other one. So this one's... As if you weren't going to tune in anyways. <laughs> so this one's going out September 2nd, by my count. Uh, so I think the next one... I think it'll be four weeks. But it depends how we schedule things. It will be no more than four weeks. It'll be September 30th at the latest. Hmm. And possibly sooner. So it'll be no later than four weeks from today. Maybe three weeks, depending on how we uh, do it. Because after after this, after today, we're down to one show a week and not two. That will be, the, that will be fucking delightful. Because <laughs> the, uh, the movie side of uh, the season will be over. And then we'll have just That's two right. or, th- uh, I think, three wrestling ones left we'll have three monday wrestling ones left and no thursday movie ones so yeah so we'll do that on a thursday in there somewhere probably after the last wrestling one so yeah, yeah. so no more than four weeks uh so if you don't uh, if you if your name doesn't get read today uh that's when it's coming but when don't, at, don't at, be sad at the end of the, of the show i will say uh the the next batch of 10 that will be doing so if you uh, if you don't hear yours there then uh contact me or hear me out don't <laughs> those are those are your options you could message me about it or or you, you could, could shut, shut the fuck up, up. <laughs> it's uh it's a classic ripley's uh believe it or not or believe it fact or fiction or fact fact <laughs> fact that's fact fact it's fact so today We'll be doing, in no particular order, but exactly this order. (laughs) (laughs) Gross Point Blank, Miro's Wedding, Strictly Ballroom, Society, Feel a Day, Hell Comes to Frogtown, Brain Dead Slash Dead Alive, Taro the Dragon Boy, Dog Day Afternoon, and Gumby, the Motion Picture. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll tell you the other ten at the end of the show. What? So yeah, so I guess we got ten movies to talk quite, about, so we should probably start talking about the eclectic mix them. of, uh, of quite. things. It's very interesting. Um, so any, any uh, I don't know if we want to talk about this at the beginning or the end, any general thoughts on the movie picks themselves, or do we want to do that after we talk about them? Uh, no, we can do it now. All right. Um, they're... Definitely, for me, this was quite the experience. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, There was definitely a few that I was excited or glad that were picked. Yep. Um, There were some that I had never heard of. And there are some that I wish I had never seen. (laughs) (laughs) How about you? Um, Similar. Uh, definitely, uh, varying experiences watching them. Couple I had seen before and rewatched. So it was inter- and anything I rewatched I hadn't seen in quite some time. So it was good to see them anyway, and uh, to see how they held up over time for me at least. Uh, some other interesting ones I wasn't that familiar with, and then yeah, some. And some I could do without. It's uh, I'm interested in the in people's reasoning for 
picking some of them. I know some are just uh, movies that people like that they want us to see, which is reasonable. Um, a couple clearly like this movie's insane and you guys should see it. And then, uh, I don't know. I want to know why you picked Gumby the movie. <laughs> yeah, or there's one neck for the next episode that's the same same idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm real interested. I think uh, there there was an opportunity to pick some some more insane or some more awful uh, movies than what was picked. Yeah, there's uh, definitely a lot on the table. Yeah, there, and I will say, I, I said it off air. I am disappointed after uh, I don't know if it was last week or ten days ago or whatever uh, that nobody sprung last minute for us to watch Beef after we Beef got so excited about it. So we may just have to watch it on our own. We are gonna have to watch Beef on our own. Uh, yeah, it, it was. Um, there, there are lots of like even just off the top of my head. There are movies that I was like thinking that would if this was me doing it, if I was nominating movies, there are horrific movies or really awful movies uh, that I could have that I could have picked. Uh, I had hypothesized to Scott that after the second episode, we need to donate twenty five dollars to ourselves yep. to make you people. And you know what I mean by you people, you people. What do you mean? You people watch well, you movies. <laughs> We we suggest them. You watch. Them. You watch them. I like that. So I'm going to send you twenty five dollars, and I'm going to not send you twenty five. And you, <laughs> I'm going to make you pick all of them. Wait a minute. <laughs> I know how this works. Capitalism, except for this. it's one of Drew's classic schemes. You've been prompted. So yeah, we're going to send each other twenty five dollars, and then you guys have to watch and then movies. You have to watch movies. <laughs> uh, that being said, the first one to start off this list. We're starting off with 1997's Gross Point Blank, recommended by Anonymous. Oh. It's a secret. It's a secret. I'm going to whisper a secret. Just do all hearsay. (laughs) What's your secret? No, it's Anonymous. It's the secret. Oh. I'm whispering you that it's I thought you were going to tell us a secret. I was very excited. No. Uh, Tell us a secret. Tell us a secret now anyway. um, A good one. Um, I shot a woman. <laughs> I I've pooped myself a lot older than, than most people you might should think. <laughs> um, so that, yeah, so gross, gross point blank is on the the side of this that I'm very glad it was picked. Yes, because I hadn't seen it probably since 2001. One, I haven't seen it in a long time. Two, I have seen it a lot of times. Ah. I think I'd only seen it the one time. This was a deaf rewatcher for me. Yeah. This was a, a common blockbuster rental. Very good. Late 1990s. Mm. Yeah, I think I saw it 2001 or 2, and that's the only time I'd seen it. But when we got the the initial list, it was the first like, one ah, I watched. sweet. I was like, I'm going to rewatch this movie right away, because I know I like it. Yeah. And I was not disappointed. You are not wrong. Yeah, the, you the, do like it, yeah, and I like it. Yeah, the, the, it, it holds up really well. Yeah, like really, really well. Uh, like it's it does it's not full of bad jokes or no like things that don't... there's there's not much over the top humor. It, all no. the humor is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It, it it lasts. Uh, it's like just as relevant now. Like the the jokes, the references. Yeah, the, it's really not the dated. situation. It's not dated at all. Like, yeah, 
it it, fe- it didn't feel like a 97 it felt like a 2007 yeah it didn't feel like 25 years old yeah uh i feel 25 years old yeah but you're not gonna be 25 for another eight years so. yeah um I'm uh <laughs> So yeah, I I think uh, you, I I actually should have asked you because we were doing this first. Uh, I got I need one stat boy thing from you. Uh, but look, <laughs> don't make that face. Can I do it on my phone? Uh, I'd like to see it too, actually. Oh. But uh, the gross point blank soundtrack on Wikipedia because it's so good. <laughs> I do recall they um they put out the soundtrack. And then there was still so much awesome music they used. They put out like volume two of the soundtrack six months later. Really? Yes. Oh yeah, here you go. I owned both. More, more music from the film. Yeah. So you got, oh man, Violent Femmes, Blister. Yeah, in the that, Sun. like that, that. Like Blister in the Sun is the song like you associate yeah. with the movie because it uh, it gets a reprise, I think. Yeah. Uh, the Clash. You got Bowie. Uh, Queen. The Clash and. Um, uh, Joe Strummer from The Clash did the score really? for the movie, I believe. Interesting. Yeah. So someone, someone on the movie was definitely a Clash fan uh, and uh, got a good get got with, gun- uh, yeah. with them Clash you, boys. You got Guns N' Roses. You got uh, a personal favorite of myself, Faith No More. Uh, yeah, you, uh, We Care A Lot. We Care A Lot, yeah. You got uh, an, an additional Clash song. Uh, you got Pete Townsend. Uh, a Pete Townsend song I really like, but the mix, the mix. Yeah, used the mix in this yeah. movie no. sucks. Bad. bad, bad, bad. <laughs> I was like, because when it was because it was playing at the uh, at the dance at, at the reunion, yes. and I'm like, because I I heard it initially, and I'm like, oh, uh, let my love open the door by Pete Townsend, sweet. And I'm like, and I'm like, what is this fucking instrumentation on this song? It sucks, but still a good song. And uh, then some. Okay, I love that uh, this the soundtrack has two different songs by two different bands uh, shit-talking a guy named Rudy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got Rudy Can't Fail by The Clash and a message to Rudy by um, uh, fucking who, what reggae band, uh, The Specials. The Specials. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then like the second half of the album has like the Pixies. Cities and Dust by Susie and the Banshees is an yeah. awesome song. Killing Moon, Echo and the Bunny Man, awesome song. Uh, Monkey Gone to Heaven, take, Pixies, awesome take song. Take on Me, Aha. Uh-huh. Let It Wit by Daz Band, good. Daz Band, yeah. Uh, best song on the soundtrack, go. Best song on the soundtrack? Best song on the soundtrack. I mean, I'll, either I mean, one. We care a lot. Paid no more, of course. I, I think I would have to go. Under pressure, Bowie and Queen. I really love that song. I, it's, I mean, it's it's an obvious pick. Coward, coward. Se- second, <laughs> second is Cities and Dust by Susie and the Banshees. Or, or Take on Me. Coward. I mean, Take on Me. Also, coward. Look, Under Pressure is great. It's, I'm it's, gonna pick it's the almost most, as good as Ice Ice Baby. I'm gonna pick the most mainstream song on the album and say that's my favorite song. I mean, I'm just being honest. Okay. I love the song a lot. Uh, I like that there's also a soundtrack omissions section. Because they still did everything st- in two albums. Uh, and it's got major songs on it. Mo- it's got Motorhead, Ace of Spades, uh, uh, 99 the, Look The Cure, Blues. In Between Days. In cure, cure. Yep. I love it. Yeah. Uh, the Walk Like an Egyptian. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Uh, and then songs in the trailer, but not in the film. <laughs> like, it's yeah. crazy. 
Modern Love by David Bowie, uh, Friend or Foe by Adam Ant, and uh, I Got You, Babe by UB40. Ah, the most famous version of yeah. I Got You, Babe by but, UB40 and Chrissy Hind. How crazy is that? Yeah, but goddamn, this soundtrack, such a banger. There were, okay, there are no better, there are no better soundtracks than 90s movies about the 80s. Yeah. Because you got, uh, you got Gross Point Blank. Yeah. Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Yeah. Awesome soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, the Wedding Singer, Wedding also album. a double album, I believe, same as this one. Uh huh. I mean, th- that, those that, are the three. That but. movie does have a lot of songs in it. So much. So. Um, it's got John Lovitz doing Ladies Night. <laughs> oh yeah, um, Ladies Night. <laughs> apparently, to Joan Cusack, uh, the 2008 film War Inc. Okay. Is an informal sequel to Gross Point Blank, but just to Joan Cusack. I yeah, <laughs> according to her. But I, did she work on it or something? I mean, John. John oh, because John Cusack wrote it. Okay. And so I guess she said. She oh, said, starring by the seashore. Starring Hillary Duff. Mm. Hmm. Callback. Somebody must like this podcast callback. Um, but yeah, so call the Supreme Court. What what a what a what a great soundtrack. Uh, so fucking good. So, did you make some? You, I wrote notes for some. I got a couple. I'm things. I'm sure we wrote notes for most things. Uh, I I loved both the uh, Cusack Cusack and Cusack Arkin dynamics. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The Cusack Arkin. I like uh, brother sister not playing brother sister. Yeah. Playing an uh, employer not, secretary. Not only that, but the their other sister was also in it. Was Anne in it? Anne what, was in it. She, what did Anne do? She was like one of the... Uh, did Anne play Jeremy Piven? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, Anne was one of the like drunk girls at the reunion. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I like that Have dynamic. I professed my undying love for Joan Cusack? Yes. Okay. But you may again, if you wish. I love her so much. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, really, I, really love her. I like... I mean, not like Anne Cusack's done a lot, but I, yeah. uh, I like all of the Cusack children. Oh, they're all good. Yeah, they're all very good. John's has John gone kind of crazy. Is that a thing? A little bit. Yeah. yeah, and 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 now he just does like bad straight to. Now he's like demand one tier lower. Nicholas Cage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He just does like actiony movies where he just acts like a lunatic. Yeah. I think 2012 was sort of the movie 2012 uh-huh. was sort of his like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take some. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh there we go. <laughs> uh, or like, have you ever seen The Raven? Where he plays Edgar Allan Poe. Heard of it, but haven't seen it. he's not Ad- Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, cool. Like, he's just John He's Cusack, John Cusack. But his name and he's playing Edgar Allan Poe. But, like, no mustache. No, no mustache. Yeah. No, like, doesn't speak like him. Has no manner. Cool. Like, and it's a murder mystery. All right. Like, involving him. Did the Raven do it? Uh, uh, Raven himself oh. has cameo. He's in, Actually, he's in an insane asylum. He that's funny. Oh, okay. That, that, was a refer- like, that was a reference to, like, I don't know, 2015 Impact. And I like threatening his uh, therapist. Like, subtly, yeah. subtly threatening his therapist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because he, he, he legitimately wants therapy. Yeah. But he's told his therapist he's a hitman. Yeah. And that makes his therapist uncomfortable because therapists are supposed to report crimes. Yeah. Should, are we, should we at least give a, uh, sure. a plot description yeah, I guess, of these yeah. movies? So, yeah. So, yeah. These, there will be spoilers here. D- deal with it, pussies. <laughs> I, th- I think is the uh, our stock answer for that. <laughs> So, 
Yeah, so John Cusack is a professional hitman uh, who is invited to his 10-year high school reunion, doesn't want to go. His assistant secretary organizer, Joan Cusack, says he should go. Uh, and then separately, uh, Dan Aykroyd, a, another hitman, <laughs> is putting together a uh, hitman's union that he <laughs> that he wants John to he desperately wants John join in because John, John is like his like like rival. Like he, he yeah. he's the Larry Bird to Dan Aykroyd's Magic Johnson. Yes, except for neither of them got AIDS from having sex with only women, and they both jump when they shoot three pointers. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> And uh, Cusack doesn't want to because he's a lone wolf who plays by his own rules. Yeah, a, a lone wolf, but he's also just dealing with a lot of, like, undiagnosed mental health problems. He's got problems. problems. He's got some shit going yeah. on. And, yeah, so and the reason he d- initially doesn't want to go back to his high school reunion is that uh, he ditched his date... Uh, mini driver on prom night to immediately join the army and then upon psychological testing uh, they they found he had some uh, flexible morality (laughs) and the CIA recruited him as an assassin and then he went private after that they got into the private sector yeah yeah Um, the uh, what let's quickly mention mini driver so hot what a fucking this is babe. absolute top tier peak mini driver holy shit was she hot in this movie and uh as i stated i think to you off air like a week ago yeah. uh adorkable adorkable and um what the fuck happened i don't know like 1997 didn't Her- we look she did goodwill hunting yep she did gross point blank yep and something else we looked up yeah and then has done fucking nothing not a lot just like random some tv, t- some TV. and some movies yeah. nobody saw yeah like what the fuck happened i think her face kept getting whiter and they couldn't fit her on the screen anymore. that is true yep even in imax even in IMAX. what if she what if she could only do IMAX, IMAX movies Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man yeah she she really dropped off the face of the earth but what a babe yeah. Like, holy shit, what a babe. Absolutely. Um, then you also previously had mentioned uh, Mr. Jeremy Piven. Balding Jeremy Piven. Uh, yeah, pre-plugs. Pre-plugs. Um, it's always, like, in the, like, even, because, like, early 90s in, like, Seinfeld and PCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he looks it well into his 40s because of his hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's not. No. And then on Entourage, like... 15 years later, he looks like a young man. <laughs> yeah. With his beautiful plugs. Remember remember when he called SummerSlam Summerfest? Summerfest. And then he did that bad crossbody and then they Absolutely. murdered Ken Jong. Yep. Yeah. Good times. Uh is he the like the most unlikable human being? He's a piece of shit. Like <laughs> everything about him just screams like human piece of garbage. Yeah. Like I think he just like cuz he got me tooed. Yeah, yeah, he got me too big time. But I don't know if he actually did anything or if people just found him unlikable. It could could be one, could They're be the like, other. Could while be... we're canceling people, how about Jeremy? Pippen? Yeah, like hey, we've got we we already nailed this guy, this guy, this guy. Who's left? I don't know. I kind of don't like Jeremy Piven. All right, fuck him. Let's yeah. get him. <laughs> fuck him. Fuck him. But I feel like he deserved what he got. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, some other highlights of this was, uh, excellent white guy karate. 
Yes. Uh, there was some very, which, which will also come up later. Um, yeah, excellent. And the, and, okay, so the guys doing the white guy karate were Cusack and the other assassin hunting him. Yeah. Who, there were two separate things going on. That, that My biggest quarrel with the movie is that there's one plot line that doesn't need to exist, and it's this one. Because one, Dan Aykroyd, who's mad... Okay, and, and sorry, and the one plot thing we didn't mention is that Cusack also has a... Uh, a hit to do in Detroit where his reunion is. So it's business and pleasure he's there for. Um, So Dan Aykroyd, who is mad at John Cusack, calls the FBI on him. Or the NSA. I think it's the NSA. Uh, Yeah, it is NSA. He calls the NSA on him. So there's two NSA agents watching him. One of them, Hank Azaria. The other, some black guy. (laughs) He's not that famous. The guy from New Girl. Who's also on TV commercials. I don't think. Everything comes full circle to New Girl. <laughs> if he's on New Girl, you have to kiss my butthole. So there's the two NSA guys on him. But full then there's... lips. There's also... he's. Why would you think this guy, who's kind of old already in a 1997 <laughs> movie, is someone from New Girl? Because everything comes full circle to New Girl. No. New Girl was on for 38 <laughs> seasons. And you've seen none of it. <laughs> That's true. You're, you're right. He's absolutely a I'm, fucking nobody. <laughs> yeah, he's nothing. Like, I don't even recognize his name. Uh, he's. It, it does come full circle to God Friended Me, though. Oh. He's also in that. Excellent. At least we got a sitcom that nobody watched <laughs> yeah. out of it. And <gasps> Blind Spot. It's, he's, he's one of those. He's with the other Rappaport. <laughs> he, he, this guy in, in elementary. Oh my God, this guy's in everything. This guy and Ben Rappaport. Uh, I like how some shows just, ex- I, I, like they must be run as a charity almost. Just exist <laughs> to give people you've never heard of constant work. Yeah. Are you are you a uh, vaguely working actor? Are you in, no one? In LA? Are you no one but would like 47 IMDb credits? Yeah, would would you Call like us. To, would you like to appear on one episode of, of every, every show that films? <laughs> uh, yes, I would actually. Yeah. Okay, you're part of that group. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so so Ackroyd's called the NSA on him, but then also there's another hitman hunting him who at first you think Ackroyd also sent on him, but it's completely unrelated yeah, to Dan like Ackroyd. Because from an old job, uh, a dog accidentally got killed yeah, on one of Cusack's right. hits, <laughs> hired the hit, was mad about his dog getting killed, so he's sent this guy. Uh, by the way, this guy's a weird fucking looker. Yeah. He's yeah. got a fish face. He's got a fish face. Yeah. And also his, I don't remember his real name, but his character's name is Felix La Poubelle. La Poubelle. Which I believe means the garbage can in French. I don't know. You're talking to the wrong man. I, I only know Mandarin and Cantonese. And that's it. <laughs> I only know fake Mandarin and Cantonese. Uh, Benny Urquids. Yeah. Uh, whoa. What? Oh, he's the star of New Girl. What do you know? No, it says that his mother was a professional wrestler. Interesting. But I couldn't tell you her fucking name. Well, she'd be old. Is, she'd be like he, a 50s wrestler. Is he fucking dead? Is he oh, dead? Oh, he, like, he's not even an actor. He's a stuntman. Okay. Like, he, he just does So stunts. he knows white guy karate. And the reason he was in the movie is because he was the stunt guy. Gotcha. And so they were like, well, you're already practicing the stunts with him. You might as well just do the stunts. I'm pretty sure he's only in there so they have, like, one good, questionably, uh, fight scene. 
Because because you can't have like yeah. you're not gonna have Cusack and Aykroyd doing White Guy Karate. No, probably not. <laughs> That's not gonna work. But it was just so weird that Cusack had people from two entirely different places coming after him. Like one of them was not necessary. Yeah, yeah, it was really like I didn't like it was confusing. Sandwiched in it, there, like it muddied the waters for no reason. Uh, yeah, completely. Yeah. Uh... Are you trying to find this guy's wrestler mom? Uh, yeah, he's uh, uh, his sister was a pioneer in kickboxing for women. This is a fighty family. Yeah, he he was like. Uh, was he fighting with his family? He was. You know what? This is who it, it's Paige's dad. Ah, uh. um, no, like he he was like an original like uh, Muay Thai in the United States guy. Sick. Uh, and then, yeah, his, he was like a black belt at 14. Hmm. Uh, and then his sibling, Doogie all, Hauser of karate, all of his siblings were black belts. Uh, his sister was pioneering kickboxing and his other brother was a, uh, a budo, budo jitsu. I don't know what that is, but don't know. some okay. kind of jujitsu. Uh, it doesn't say, it just says his mom was a wrestler and his dad was a boxer and he's Spanish, Mexican and Blackfoot Indian. He so, did look of questionable ethnicity. I couldn't keep, I couldn't place him. You keep talking. And I probably wouldn't have landed on Latino/native. What a what a combo. Quite. I'm going to you keep talking, I'm going to look up who his mom. You're not going to find it. Maybe not. It's like and it, yeah, and, even and here's like, the thing, she, when you do, it's not going to mean anything. Because we're not going to know You're, women's wrestlers from the 50s? We're not. <laughs> what if his mom is He's Mayan? the fabulous Moolah. What if he's the hand? <laughs> then that's interesting. But I can almost guarantee you it won't be the case. <sighs> Disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> but, I like that one of the top searches is net worth. What do you think his net worth is? $150? <laughs> Benny, Benny's pulling... Benny is at least a thousand. Yeah, I mean, he's been in Jackie Chan movies. Benny's. Stuff, I'm going to so. say he's a 10,000 there. He's got at least $10,000 to his name. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so, continue. Continue. What your... are you still looking up? I don't know. I was trying to see just if I could give up. find Just give up. It anything. doesn't matter. <laughs> You're just going to find Sharon Urquid, and that's going to be the end. It doesn't matter. But it matters. It matters to the people, Scott. No. It matters to the people. The people that listen to this podcast because they're such huge wrestling fans, they care. They really need to know. Uh, the only other note I have was that Mini Driver's dad rocks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, when uh, when Cusack, I, I was going to say meets him for the first time, but I guess sees him again for the first time in 10 years. Uh, he, he's just, like, f- straight up honest. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm a hitman now. I kill people for money. And and, and her dad's like, oh, that's pretty cool. cool. And then just, like, makes himself a drink. <laughs> her dad was Dharma's dad from Dharma and Greg. Okay, yeah. Yeah. No, and Greg's dad from Dharma. Greg's dad. Yeah. He looks like a, a, a Greg dad. And yeah, uh, quite a uh, quite a handsome actor in his day. Yeah. He's well, one of he's, those handsome 60s guys. He's uh, He's got like a, like a nice chiseled jaw and yeah. a butt chin. Yeah. Which is very like 60s. Attractive. Kirk Douglas type. Yeah. 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 Uh, father of no gay actor. Um, father of gay actor Michael Douglas. 
Uh, yeah, I didn't write any other notes. I like that. That was kind of it. Uh, yeah, that's everything I got for that. But I li- it was like, really I, enjoyable. I, I like how we killed Dan Aykroyd at the end with a fucking <laughs> cathode ray television. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was rad. That's pretty good. That was rad. I also was really upset that uh, Hank Azaria ate it, but uh, yeah, it pretty much like everyone. Every, everyone who was remotely bad, because the NSA guys weren't necessarily bad. They were just doing their fucking job trying to catch Hitman. Yeah, but uh, got, they, fu- they fucking got murdered. Sometimes, sometimes you got to kill the good guys. Absolutely. I wish more good guys would get killed. I want I the bad guys to win. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. No, definitely fun movie. Very, well. very fun. Very glad I rewatched it. Yeah, good pick. It, it was a, a good nostalgia trip for me. And also, like we said, great, great soundtrack. Unbelievable soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, which brings us to 1994's Muriel's Wedding, recommended by Tommy. Tommy. Muriel is a fucking sociopath. <laughs> and a pig. And a pig. A sociopath pig. Young, fat Tony Collette. Yeah. The, the, here's here's a, the first note I made. Um, you it's you know how in like the United States when they make movies at, like uh, <laughs> I like where this is going like uh, I don't know she she's all that yeah starring uh, noted actress whose name I couldn't remember and had to look her up because she's nobody Rachel Lee Rachel Cook? Lee Cook I didn't look that up uh, or um, she's tip top of mind all time or the movie top of mind tip of tongue the movie uh, Loser with Jason Biggs and uh, yeah uh, Mina Suvari no Mira Servino. Mira Servino. Okay. Mina Suvari. I don't know. Probably Mina Suvari. Mina Suvari, yeah. Servino's or, old. Uh, or The Duff, where they like... Which is about Hillary. No, no. Um, her sister. It's about... Uh, uh, Haley. Haley Duff. Uh, where they take like a, like a genuinely attractive female actress, and they just... Uh, put glasses on her, her ugly Although, I, I don't know I, she, I think you're giving Mae Whitman well, okay, in the duff but, like, a lot of credit she's not, but she's yeah, not this, definitely like, for Rachel Lee Cook she's not this like hideous like Chrissy Metz per- well we can't all be Chrissy Metz <laughs> yes but like she's not an like, all time fat they, they take like a regular attractive woman yeah. and just like dull her down to make her From hideous her and then when there's like the big reveal of like Oh, surprise, surprise, this yeah. perfect skin, skinny, big tip woman <laughs> is attractive. Can you Who believe it? Who knew? Um, they did not do that <laughs> with poor Tony Collette. No, they're like, hey, they, Tony, gain 40 pounds. They were like, hey, you're already kind of piggish, <laughs> so can you just be more piggish? And then when we make you look attractive, you're just going to be slightly not frumpy. <laughs> <laughs> that that was the whole idea behind it. it like, that was the arc of the movie. <laughs> like, why would we take an attractive woman and make her look ugly? Let's take an ugly woman when and we're make in her Australia and we have ugly. all these ugly people. <laughs> yeah, let's let's touch on that. 1990s Australia. Everyone's fucking hideous. Yeah, like, Th- this, this, this applies has, to this movie and the next one. This movie has zero attractive people. In Correct. It. Like her hot friends are ugly. Her hot friends are like a three. <laughs> so, like, I guess if you were in Australia in the nineties, you were just you just were forced to be gay. I think so. You're like, well, the but, me- well, that's what happened to Hugh Jackman. The men are fives. He didn't the- want to be gay. No. The men are five. But what were his options? Jesus Christ. So I'm going to go for the higher number. Take a five. Yeah. Higher numbers are your friend. (laughs) So you want to go with the fives. So you're like, I'm going to fuck a dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They're like, 
at no point in this movie did I even like sit, think to myself, oh, that's the best looking woman in this movie. There isn't one. <laughs> Not even her mom with the bad brain. <laughs> Not even her mom with the bad brain. <laughs> Nobody in this movie is even remotely fuckable. Yeah, it's Even, tough. I, I, okay, that's not true. Maybe the South African swimmer guy. You he know what? He was the most fucking you know one. Which, yeah. again, would make me gay in 90s in, the Austra- in Australia. Yeah, that's like, how it happens. Exactly. It's insidious. So the the sort of plot of this one is that... Muriel's a loser. Muriel, Muriel is a loser in a family full of losers who yes. is, like, desperate to get married. Yeah. Like, her, her whole... Sad her, existence is her I, entire raison d'être <laughs> is <laughs> is getting married. Is, yeah, she obsessed about it. She like, this is a fancy podcast, she, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> have we, I mentioned we are sophisticated now? Um, she has pictures of dresses. She's constantly thinking about it. Yeah, uh, all of her friends are like the the hot. "Quote unquote hot, yeah. uh, like like stuck up bitches, mean girls. Uh, who one of them is getting married to like a dumb bro, a yeah. surfer bro. The bro, uh, do you remember the bro's name? I do not. Chook, Chook. Yeah, I'm Chook. like, yep, this is an Australian yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chook, which I guess is the equivalent of like a, a chip, or yeah. like a, like a hand a job, ki- a kip, maybe a kip. Yeah. Um, that, so yeah, so uh, who uh, Chuku cheats on her at, at the their wedding, wedding. <laughs> which Muriel sees. Yeah, um, and then instead of telling her friends, "Hey, I I saw him fucking one of the bridesmaids, who's also one of her friends." Uh, instead of her telling them, uh, they call her a fat pig and tell her they hate her and don't want to be friends with her. Anymore. I <laughs> like this concept, and I think it should be done more often in real life, like in a, a, a meeting. Where you officially kick a friend out of the group. We are no longer friends with you. We're going on a trip without you. Don't talk to us anymore. It, it sucks because we've had that opportunity and I know. We've completely blown. That's it. like I it's mean, too late. I was to, I was watching this and like, man, I wish I was those bitches. <laughs> I I've, wish I've that, wanted to do. This. I wish that Drew and Kelly and myself <laughs> were those bitches because we had the opportunity and we blew it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so after getting kicked out of the group, so I'm, I'm saying, do, if you're listening and you have the opportunity, don't miss it. Don't like waste we did. it. Yeah. If you don't have, live to regret it. If you have someone in your friend group that you hate, or is a fat pig, or is a fat pig <laughs> <laughs> who shoplifts, <laughs> <laughs> then seize the day. Carpe diem. That's my second foreign phrase in two minutes. Foreign phrase. <laughs> And take them out to dinner and kick them out of the fucking group. And kick them out of the group. And then when they get emotional about being kicked out of the group, act like they're causing the scene. Yeah. Act they're like it's... ruining the night for the for the person who's yeah. uh, just been married. When they cry, get mad at them. Yeah. How dare you ruin this night for us? <laughs> we were so excited to get rid of you and you are ruining, you are ruining it. ruining this. Uh, so after getting kicked out of her friend group, um, she then so so sort of her character is that she's, I mean she's kind of uh, she's not dumb, not per se, but she's just not, she's a woman. She's so sliding scale seventy five percent, but she's not she's not necessarily like bright or good at anything. She's just very plain Jane average. Yeah. She doesn't really like have a a meaning in life. Wallowing in mediocrity. And she decides that she 
if she's going to be happy, she has to, like, get the fuck out. So she steals money from her parents. Yeah, her... her <laughs> like, all of her parents' money. Her dad has hooked her up with his mistress's pyramid scheme. Yeah, of <laughs> and, selling makeup. Yeah, and her mom gave her a blank check to buy as much makeup to sell yeah. as she And, and also, like, her mom's kind of like... Hey, like, here's a blank check. Um, please don't fuck us over. And then <laughs> and she's Muriel's like, Mother, like, I would oh, never fuck okay. you over. And then immediately fucks yeah, her over. First opportunity fucks them T- over. Takes all of their savings. Yes. And goes on a vacation that the same vacation that her mean girlfriends Are went going on, on without that her. they kicked her out of. Yes. And she goes there anyways. Yes. Um you know. Like a crazy like person. Like a crazy person. And, mean, and she's the hero. And lies to her family about what she's doing. Yes. Um, she's like, oh, I'm making all this money selling this pyramid scheme yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh, so then she goes to the big city to... Sydney. To, like, uh, start her new life. She changes her name from Muriel to, to Mariel. Mariel. Because uh, that'll do it. Because that makes you sound more Like a Hemingway. <laughs> um... Then, uh, then I don't know, just like a bunch of fucking weird stuff happens. She meets a girl who works across the street from her, who gets dicked so good by a black dude that she literally gets cancer on her spine. <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly well, like how that, it happened. That's like, what, at first, that's what I thought, because like... She, the, her, her roommate takes these two American sailors home. Yeah. And who's an old high school friend she met up with. One's, uh, like a super hung black dude. Yeah. And then when she comes home and with this guy that she likes and is surprised by these two naked men. Yeah. One who's just got a, like a nine and a half inch, like anaconda. I like how you added the half. Well. Like you were... Like you had a point of reference. Yeah. You were okay. I was comparing it to uh, Nymphomaniac. Yeah, those were twelves. This was nine. <laughs> those were solid twelves. Um, she, uh, her friend, who has been uh, in theory fucking these two dudes for hours. Her friend, who is uh, Rachel Griffiths from Six Feet Under, who I like a lot. Oh, I couldn't tell. Uh, never seen it. Uh, all I know is Dexter has gay sex with a black man. Hell yeah, he does. Uh, gets dick good. You should watch Six Feet Under. I, you know what? I will. Or j- I'm trying to think if you need to watch the whole series. Or just a clip package of him getting banged. Well, well sure. I'm trying to think if you need to watch the whole series to cry as much as I did at the <laughs> finale. Or if you can just straight up watch the finale and still cry that maybe, much. Maybe. Let's give it a shot. It's a great show, though. But then what if I ruin the whole show for myself? Um, It doesn't really ruin oh, okay. it. Well. But but I think you know if you know all the characters, obviously it's probably more emotional. I don't need but, to cry any more than I already do. But yeah, God, yeah, it's a uh, it's a good one. It's it's honestly one of the best finales ever. Legit. Is it as good of a finale as the end? Lost? Of Lost? Yes, it is. As good. <laughs> it is as good as dare I say better when, than Lost. When Jack fucking lays down with the dog. Oh! Oh, I did cry at that. Every fucking time. I did cry Every at that. Every fucking time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or when he gives Hurley the island. No, that that that's no. I that's fine. I got to do what give him the island as many times as you want. Just fucking don't lay down with the dog. Um anyways, so she comes out of the room where she's been getting double dicked by big dong and regular dong. And just gets cancer. And then she's like, Oh, I can't feel my legs and collapses. Yeah. So originally I was like, Oh, did the black dude fuck her that's so the thing. good? It was done very weirdly. Yeah. Like 
the way they introduced the cancer was like that, very strange. That was the exact moment that the cancer that the was tumor on her, on spine. her spinal cord yeah. was after she walks out of the bedroom where she's after getting a double, deep dicking. She's getting DP'd. Yeah. Uh, both dicks in her butt. And that's what like puts the pressure. We've established that's gay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You don't know those guys. DP, same hole. You don't know it, those we, guys. It's... <laughs> They could be. They're sailors. It's Scott. just. It's, they're sailors. It's just frauding, and there's a woman also All there. All sailors are gay. Uh, so after that, and her friend is now like paralyzed and needs yeah. to relearn to walk. Mm-hmm. But then she becomes obsessed with being the pretty girl and being popular. Well, she starts and... going to bridal shops. <laughs> yes, and, like a crazy person, and saying about her like sick sister and sick mother, and and that and, she's getting enga- she's and engaged. She's engaged. And... She's engaged, and and they're not going to be able to come to her wedding. So could we just take a picture of me in the dress at the shop so I can show it to her, aka keep it in my creepy fake wedding scrapbook. Yep. <laughs> so there's a bunch of that. Yes. Uh, which then leads to her friend discovering what she's doing and confronting her. Yeah. And she's then, like, hey, stop being a psycho. And then not being her friend anymore. Yeah. And then the rich bitches decide they're going to steal her away. Yeah. They're going to be friends with the paralyzed girl so that she doesn't have friends anymore. <laughs> um, and then ultimately leads to her mom fucking dying. Uh, yeah, so, and... Mom goes crazy. Yeah, mom seems to have mental issues from the, yeah, from the jump. from the get-go, yeah. But, uh, uh as her, do, as, her dad is a bastard. As do, um, her and her three siblings who all appear to be some form of retarded? I think they're just Australian. Well, they're, yeah, they're just 90s Australian. Yeah. They're ugly and dumb. <laughs> they are all um, but they they all do seem to have like some kind of developmental they do all seem issues. Sl- I will say they all seem slow. Like they're all yeah, they're all very they all have slow, low IQs and for sure. Maybe maybe mom and dad are cousins. Maybe mom and dad are cousins. But I mean, anyway, it is Australia. Dad's a piece of shit and is cheating on mom. And I think once he tells mom that uh, he's, leaving. he's leaving her and wants a divorce, she kills herself. Yes. Yeah. And then separately, Muriel slash Muriel uh, is a propositioned with a sham marriage <laughs> yep. to a, a uh, hunky to a hunky South African swimmer who needs to stay who in needs the country Australian citizenship so he can be in, in the Olympics. The Olympics. I don't. Did, did they actually ever explain why he couldn't compete for South Africa, or was it just? I think he they was wanted in... him to compete for Australia. Okay, okay, gotcha. Like Australia imported him, but they needed oh, a reason yeah, to keep gotcha, him. Gotcha. It's a it's a real uh, Drew's hockey corner um, <laughs> when uh, any any country that's not a noted hockey country is going to host a major international tournament. Cameroon, and they just give. Any Canadian or American that plays hockey in the country citizenship, uh, Belarus, Kazakhstan, South Korea, and China all nice. do it. It's like, oh, you are you are a Canadian. Doesn't matter how good you are because you're better than every player in the country, <laughs> and you're living here playing hockey. One of us. We're just gonna rush through citizenship. You're Chinese now, and now you're Chinese. Yep. Uh, uh, Kevin Smith, you are now Chinese. Imagine the power. Yeah. To make Kevin Smith Chinese. Kevin Smith Chinese. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it happens all the time. Uh, thank you for listening to Drew's Hockey Corner. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are the only note, like, I don't, notes I had for the movie. Yeah, so when um, you, uh, Sham Marriage, she oh, uh, yeah, so she yeah. eventually 
She eventually. Uh, oh, they they actually do end up fucking. Yes. After after her mom's funeral. Yes, and I think he he at some he point, even gets a bit into it. Like he start he starts to because at first he tells not her hate her. Yeah, because it, it starts off even after they're immediately after they're married. He's like, "Don't look at me." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, "This is my bedroom. This, this is, is your, your bedroom, bedroom, and never the twain shall meet." Yeah, you can use anything out here. Don't use the gym. Don't go in my bedroom. Yeah, and then eventually, I think he has more sympathy for her. And yeah. and realizes that she's like oh she's got problems she's pathetic no no like no one has diagnosed what she's got yeah and also I don't want her to stab me because <laughs> uh, I'd like to go to the Olympics please yes but ult- yeah ultimately and then she realizes that, she sort like, of has an epiphany after they fuck like the I'm not in love with this guy this yeah. isn't the marriage I wanted yeah, she's unhappy with the person she's become and the guy that she met like earlier in the movie is like still into her yeah. but she's just like completely put him to the side mm. and doesn't even acknowledge him and she's just like miserable that her life has not gone the way uh, she wanted it to go yeah so she uh, ditches the marriage so I guess he doesn't get to swim for Australia which is sad I don't know because didn't they say they had to be together for a certain amount of time yeah did they meet were they, the requirements were they that certain amount of time I, yeah. I don't remember but uh, yeah, she leaves that, uh, hooks back up with uh, wheelchair wheelchair Rachel Griffiths, and they tell the Mean Girls to go fuck themselves, and that's about it. And then they go back to Sydney to uh, start an, anew. Anew. I kind of got a lot of lesbian undertones. Oh, they're gonna between fuck. the two of them, like throughout the course. Of the Tony movie. Collette's gonna fuck Rachel Griffiths so hard that she unparalyzes her. Yeah, she's gonna lick her pussy better. <laughs> she's gonna lick the she's, cancer she's out gonna of her vagina. L vagine. that PB. Yeah. But I definitely got... also PB a good reason to lick that pee. <laughs> uh, absolutely, especially if you're uh, if you got a dog in the house. Yep. Um, I definitely got some some very lesbian undertones from Wheelchair Girl for sure. Yeah, like, there was a lot of because like, she. Got I'm trying to remember her, if she, she was a lesbian in Six Feet Under. Is everyone gay in Six Feet Under? A couple. No, I don't. I can't remember. No, if she is notably. Honestly. I don't think she is. Um, Dexter definitely is. Yeah. Uh, this was one that I think I had always heard good things of and wanted to watch. Yeah. And then watched it and was like, eh, it's all right. It's pretty good. I, uh, yeah, I learned that Tony Collette was Australian from this movie. The I fu- didn't know that. Funny thing is I only learned she was Australian maybe two months ago. Huh. Because there's a, I believe it's an Amazon Prime video where, a movie where uh, she had an Australian accent. And I was like, why is she doing a dumb fucking accent? It sounds terrible. And then afterwards, I was like, yeah. oh. That's uh, her that's real her voice. real voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, oopsie. Turns out it's just a silly accent in general. Turns out everyone from Australia has a dumb accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that she was the star of the movie. So when I put it on, I'm like... Oh, no. I didn't know she was a star, but then I saw her name in the credits as the movie started, and then this fat woman appeared. I'm like, "There's no, that sort of looks like Tony is Collette. Is Tony Collette but, playing Porky Pig? <laughs> but I'm like, is that Tony Collette? I'm like, oh, God, that is young, fat Tony Collette. Yeah. So Because she's, like, skinny in everything else she's yeah, ever she's, done. Yeah, ever, like, ever since she's been in the United States, she's been, like, yeah. a, like a regular-sized person, like yeah. a normal person. Uh, so weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Uh, ugh, ne- next up. Next up, 1992's Strictly, Strictly Ballroom, recommended ba- by Eve. Boz Lerman. Here's the thing. I w- okay, I had you said, say your thing. I had said that I hate Boz Lerman. 
You do. I'm gonna, have you seen uh, The Great Gatsby yet? I'm going to state for the record, uh-huh. I have seen one, one Baz Luhrmann movie before this. <laughs> okay. And I like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I, believe, I wasn't ready for I believe two, that information. I believe 20, 2009, 2010. Let me load up the IMDb. I'm trying to think which movie. 2008, Australia. And I like it. A you do lot. like it, yes. Uh, but I and think that's the only Baz Luhrmann movie you've that seen. That's the only Baz Luhrmann movie I've seen. I and will you, see The Great Gatsby because you told me to. And you hate Baz Luhrmann. But I think I hate him <laughs> because I associate him with uh, Moulin, Moulin Rouge, Rouge, and I hate musicals. Yeah. So I think I was just like, oh, he does fucking bad musicals. And oh, I lied. I've seen Romeo plus Juliet, which is good. Not amazing, <laughs> but good. But you still hate Bosley. Because I associate him with Mulan <laughs> Which you haven't seen. And, and I think I also thought he was involved in Chicago. He was not. Maybe like as a it's because choreographer Chicago... or No, it's just because something. Chicago and Mulan Rouge are the same movie. Gotcha. I've seen yeah. neither and I will never see either. I actually watched Chicago you for, the stu- for this stupid ass podcast. Yes. It was exactly what I was expecting. But now it's not the most recent best picture I haven't seen. That honor goes to the English patient. There you go. And you also never need to see that. The English Asian. The English Gaysant. And it's a gay geisha. We tried this last week. There's no good one. No. <laughs> There's no good one for English patient or Braveheart. But the rest we fucking banged out. Mm. Um, uh, so, Strictly Ballroom, 1982. Uh, you can... Do you want to say your information? And then I'll say the very limited information that I wrote down? Well, I'll, my information was... Th- this is the least Boz Lerman movie, I think, in terms of what you think about Boz Lerman. Because Boz Lerman's normally pretty earnest with his movies, whether or not they're good. Sure. Uh, and they're usually, like, they take themselves pretty seriously. This did not take itself seriously at all. This had, like, a lot of silly stuff in it. Because, like, there's the one scene where, like... <laughs> Which I actually enjoyed for its silliness. It was, you know, they were talking about, like, the dance partners and stuff. And, like, well, for uh, for that to happen, Pam would have to break both her legs in a car accident. Then a woman bursts in the door. Pam broke both her legs in a car accident. And, and, they want, and he wants you to be his new partner. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen in The Great Gatsby. <laughs> right. Or, I mean, or, or Australia. Or, or anything. Or Romeo yeah. plus Julia. They're all pretty earnest. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just true. So, that that's what we're sort of refreshing in terms of just it being a, uh, a Boz Lerman movie. And then the other important thing was a uh, shout out to Bill Hunter, who <laughs> played a bastard in the last two movies we've mentioned. He, he was Muriel's dad, yeah. and he's the bad guy uh, head of the Australian dance ballroom dance committee committee. in this one it's basically the same character in both i assume it's not explicitly stated i assume he's also cheating on his wife in this movie (laughs) (laughs) yes uh it's just funny like definitely ogles a lot of the a couple of the female yeah dancers yeah just in recommendations from two different people for early 90s australian movies that had this guy as the bad guy Uh, he's in two uh, another very good early 90s uh australian movie Oh, really? Uh, the Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Ah. He's also in that. He's very good in that, actually. I like that movie a lot. Yep. That uh, that was definitely one of... Because uh, uh, Tommy gave us a few. Yes. And uh, wanted, to, uh, wanted us to experience Australia to its fullest. And I know... Uh, 
uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, was definitely on the uh, on the docket. He's also in Australia. Point. Well, look at that. Shout out to Bill Hunter. R.I.P. Um, so I don't know. I guess we we can go through the plot a bit. <laughs> He's also in 1981's Gallipoli. Nice. Another very good movie. A young, a young pre-sugar tits Mel Gibson. Pre-sugar tits. So this uh, movie is what's the character's name? Scott Henson. Uh, I believe it's Scott Henson. <laughs> it's a biopic about you yeah. being a ballroom dancer in the '90s in Australia when yeah. you were negative fourteen years old. Sounds right. Math checks out. Uh, who's a very very good dancer? Comes from a family of dancers. Uh, but is something of a renegade dancer, would, would we call him? A, a rogue renegade, dancer? A renegade dancer. <laughs> uh, Scott Hastings is the name. There, that's the one. Who uh, he, he plays by his own rules <laughs> when, it, when it comes to dance. He gets, uh, he gets a little fancy. But I actually, uh, I don't know. I had a big issue with the, the way he got fancy and the outrage at his getting fancy in that way. Like, he wasn't doing anything all that spectacular. Like, I feel like even the fancy moves he was doing were still strictly ballroom, which was the whole crux of the movie, that, like, you're doing stuff that isn't ballroom. But I don't know if it's because I've watched so much So You Think You Can Dance and World of Dance, hosted by, uh, well, judged by Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> And oh, I don't, so I don't, from Mexico. I don't know if I'm spoiled by all of this <laughs> 2000s dance that quote unquote fancy stuff from 1992 isn't even like registering with me. But I, I felt like if that because that's the whole point of the movie. And if it was, he should have been like there should have it should have been like nothing but backflips. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It, it really wasn't. It, it was that, just like flourish. I didn't realize that running and sliding on your knees towards the judges' table was such a taboo. Yeah, it also isn't that in like every Latin ballroom dance. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I I thought that it was like if they were so mad about that, why weren't they mad about the other couple like completely uh, like boxing out their ability to dance? Yeah. Like, why is that okay, but doing, like, jumping pirouettes and, like, flips, why is that so, like, oh, no, 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 please. You cannot be athletic. Yeah. However, you can be a total cocksucker <laughs> and just stop other people from dancing. Yeah, exactly. It did seem inconsistent. So, the deal is he gets DQ'd from some, like, regional competition for being too fancy. And then he uh, he gets the opportunity to uh, partner with like the best woman in uh, in the what, the Pan Pacifics Pan I Pacifics <laughs> and uh, but uh, but then there's this other girl a newbie uh, from the uh, from the dance school who is more open to his style mm-hmm. of fucking and she is uh, adorable but not attractive. <laughs> Yes. And also, like, 
her family's Latino, but she doesn't look Latino. I Did you have was this problem? Bring that up. Okay, I would. Let's like talk to about s- this for a long I would, time. I would like to see a DNA test to prove that she's that Latino. she's related to anyone in her family. Because like, her family, like her, her <laughs> father, was like Ricardo Montalban. Yes, <laughs> and she was from like the whitest suburb she's from of Nebraska. Yeah, like <laughs> she oh, oh, I, literally all they did was dye her hair darker. Yeah, and have her and give her latino parents it was a weird choice it was weird yeah i don't understand why she i guess the only reason she i mean their dancing was latino but could if that was the case couldn't they find a latino actress pardon me a a latinxa which is a female latinx in in australia in the 90s probably not maybe not they didn't have a a big influx of not uh, a huge pool to draw um, from no and like now all they get are like uh dirty serbs and bosnians yeah there's like a huge uh, Mediterranean influx. And no beautiful Croatians. Yeah. No beautiful, scummy Croatians. <laughs> uh, Listen, I I understand that I made angry, hate-filled remarks towards Croatians. But, hey, hey, but hey. Listen, I may be ugly and hate-filled, but listen, what was the third thing you listen, said? Listen, listen. My best friend, my best friend is Greek, and that's close enough. <laughs> No, Drew, your best friend does Greek. Does Greek. (laughs) And that's close enough. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, so he, uh, like, his family, like, forces him to dance with the good girl, but he's like, no, I want the one who's not as good, who likes my backflips better. I want the fake uh, Latinx girl. Yeah. I want to uh, not win and fall in love with an ugly girl. And then, yeah, then it was the whole thing about how his dad was basically in the same situation and this Bill Hunter bastard. His dad was a secret gay. His dad looks like a secret gay, but I don't think he was. Although he was a dancer, so I guess he was. I've talked myself into his dad being gay. (laughs) Congratulations on getting there. Yeah, I talked myself through it. Yeah. So, yeah, his dad got fucked out of the Pan Pacifics by... uh, by this guy who's now the the head of the dance committee, uh, by because his dad was also a renegade dancer, a renegade dancer, and so he, he also did some fancies. This guy convinced because his parents danced together, but he convinced uh, his mom to dance with another guy, uh, which he told young Scott was to uh, was to save her, but was actually so they would lose, so he would win himself. And his and his dad just got totally fucked, and it wasn't because he was a renegade. Can we talk about how much his mom was a huge fucking cunt? Oh, his mom, absolute cunt. She was the worst. Fucking hated yeah, her. Yeah, she was. Yeah, nothing. No redeeming qualities. No like, no happy ending. It was just like you're a bitch, and I fucking hate that. Her you. character was a bitch. Yeah, I hated her. Yeah, she was awful. His dad was cool. His dad, Amazing comb over his, too. His dad, his dad was was a looker. Quite <laughs> quite the handsome young gentleman. Yeah. I like the the old footage of his dad dancing. Yeah. yeah. Which was cool. Yeah. <laughs> and being a renegade. And being a renegade. <laughs> the renegade. Yeah. 
Um, anything else I had? Oh, uh, Scott Hastings. Definitely a dancer first and an actor second. A hundred percent. Although he actually, like, he did have more yeah. acting roles, but this yeah. was his first movie. He had never the, acted before. This was this the movie. leaping off point. Like, yeah. this is where they were like, oh, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna give you more things to do now. This was the movie where they strapped a rocket to Paul Mercurio. Mercurio. And sent him to the moon. Uh, does, is that, I mean, his... His acting credits and his self credits uh-huh. on IMDb are very close. Okay, so he definitely does a lot more of yeah. uh, dancing. A, uh, well, it appears that he is dancing. a he's a judge oh. on Australia's Dancing with the Stars. See, I'm not a Dancing with the Stars guy, and he's also a judge on uh, something called Show Me, which I guess is another like Show Me, Show Me them big natural titties. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it's like some Australian like uh, talent show, yeah, talent or something. Thingy probably or like yeah. you know uh, Australia's got talents. Yeah, I I don't fuck with Dancing with the Stars. That's like the pleb dance show because that's where you see like celebrities try to dance. That's when that's not what I'm here for. I'm here for the art form. I watch so you think you can dance in world of dance those are like professional or semi-professional dancers right. fucking crushing not it. just like a average joe who happens to yeah. be able to dance no these are fucking dance yeah. these are like if the the dance partners of the celebrities the professional dancers just had their own show and danced well that's what i'm here for i'm here for the art you're have i gone to world of dance live yes <laughs> that doesn't surprise me <laughs> are you artistic Yes, I am artistic. Gotcha. Uh, I have the tism for art. Do you know that he followed up being in Strictly Ballroom by f- being in a movie, uh, Gary Marshall's mm. uh, Exit to Eden, which I've always meant to see and have never seen. Mm. I was confused that with East of Eden, but I think that came a few years <laughs> earlier. Slightly earlier than yeah. 1994. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, my my stance on this movie was I did not like it <laughs> <laughs> because you hate Bosler. I thought you it was, fi- finally you saw a Bosler movie didn't you like, didn't like. I thought it was now you have a reason to not like him, even though he's still batting over five hundred. I for thought you. it was dumb and boring. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, definitely fast forwarded through a solid chunk of the dancing. I mean, at least all of the rehearsal dancing, and uh-huh. I definitely fast forward through all, most of that. Uh, the paso doble. I, I watched the performance dancing part, but I def- definitely fast forwarded through the like training and practicing and uh, the montages. Yeah, I, I didn't give a shit about any of that. Um, I thought, that, however, as much as I didn't like it, I thought the filming of the dance competitions was very good. Yes. Yeah, like that capturing the action was quite yeah, well, I mean, like, quite well done. Boss's movies have good cinematography. Yeah. 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 I just I just don't don't care for the subject matter. And if you're not going to uh like everyone in Australia in the 90s is hideous, so yeah. I d- didn't enjoy just looking not at, a not a goddamn even, looker in even, the bunch. Even the like attractive women in this movie had so much like dumb dance makeup and hair yeah, yeah. that I was just like Ugh. Oh yeah, they they Ew. look yeah, they look like caricatures. Yeah, they look stupid. Yeah. Big and, and like the hair with like cowlick fronts. Yeah, so silly. And too much eye I mean, makeup. some of them looked intentionally silly, but some like were made to kind of be hot and worked. Like the fashion of 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. So two for their time and place pretty high budget Australian movies between this yeah. and Muriel's Wedding. Yeah. Not a looker to be found. Not a looker to be found. Which well, honestly, no. what? 
South African swimmer. South African swimmer, which honestly I respect. I love uh, like Commonwealth movies, <laughs> like uh, Australia, New Zealand, England. I guess Canada to some degree. Although I think we tend to veer closer to the way the U.S. does it, where like the, the casting is done without looks being a factor. Yeah, just you're, like you're casting are, actors. Yeah, not, not like looks. are you good for the role? Yes. Are you also hideous? Yes. But hey, what the hell? Uh, Let's we, give it a shot. We need somebody to uh, to play a teacher who knows a lot about uh, photosynthesis. Mark Wahlberg? And plants and, can uh, we get Mark Wahlberg? Can we get Marky Mark? <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> D- does he know anything about anything? Yeah. Uh, he knows how to blind a vehicle. I honestly get excited when I see a British show full of nothing but ugly yeah. people because I'm like, this is probably good. Yeah. Everyone's probably a good actor. Good actor. That like, how else did they get the job? Yeah. <laughs> It's the same thing we've said with like uh, Ryan Gosling. Like, is, is he, good? he a good actor? Who knows? Doesn't matter. We'll never know. Doesn't matter. He's a handsome man. Yeah, that's all that matters. Uh, Five nominations to zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Next movie is 1999's Society. So- Society. Recommended by Austin. Uh, Austin, nice pick. If you are a fan of. Uh, forced incest <laughs> and forced uh, human to human uh, tr- transformation absorption shunting uh, shunting uh, it's a classic s- shunting skin to skin orgies <laughs> this movie is your favorite movie yeah so first of all let's talk about the star of the movie Billy Warlock Billy Warlock the best name in the world was disappointed that's not his birth name well, if you're going to pick a stage name, that's you can't the do stage much better pick. than Billy Warlock, also star of 1995 interactive movie Mr. Payback. Really? Yes. <laughs> also star of Halloween 2. Yes. Uh, and then looks like he was a soap opera actor for a long ass time. And he was on Baywatch. He was on Baywatch. And he was on Days of Our Lives from 1986 to 2007. <laughs> Wow. He got work. He got work. Billy W. got some work. So And he was on As the World Turns. Good for him. And The Young and the Restless. So he was literally a, a soap opera actor who was in one of the greatest horror <laughs> movies of all time. So yeah, this movie's Good crazy. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> Let's run through the movie a bit. Sure. Where would you like to start? What what part would you like to start at? The plot uh, or just how much you went, looked at this movie and went, holy shit. Yeah, I a, did. It is a slow burn. It, it, you know what? It's a slow burn, but it did a good job because like it had me in by at the latest 20 minutes. Like I was I was very into it. Yeah. Because like because, you know, something's coming and it does a good job of building that. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a very slow burn, but it I, got, did... I was I paid better attention to this than several other movies we watched. Yeah. Like I, I was into like it. It, it starts kind of slow, and you, and at the beginning you're sort of like, oh, this is like an '80s uh, sexy teens, and something <laughs> bad's gonna happen towards yeah. the end kind of movie. You don't really expect to like. Oh, hey, son, um, we would like for you to procreate with your sister, and not even your stepsister, your blood sister. 
It, is she his blood sister though? No, oh, he's yeah, done. not. But like, yeah, they end up not being the same species. But, but he thinks it's his yes. his sister. Like they they are a family, and that's his sister. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we want you to fuck your sister. <laughs> and he's like, uh, no. First of all, you, people don't fuck their sister. <laughs> and second of all, I'd rather fuck mom. <laughs> okay, he's I'm, not, kind, I'm not sure that happens. He's the but... kind of guy who fucks his mom and dad, <laughs> no, not his sister. <laughs> Um, so, uh, he's, yeah, he's, um, he's, he's he's like, he's from a rich family, but he feels out of place in it. Yeah. doesn't really feel like he belongs. He's back from college. Uh, No, he's just, he's just going to high school. He's 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 a classic 30 year old going to high school. Of course. As, uh, as you and I are. (laughs) Um, and uh, yeah, her sister's got like not a boyfriend, but like a guy who like a guy she... kind of follows her around and she doesn't like. Yeah, uh, who uh, thinks ends something's up something's weird with thinks the something's going on, and then ends up playing a tape for. The, yeah, uh, he, he decides to pull a typical late eighties uh, uh, espionage uh, teenager who can uh, hack the DNC. Uh, <laughs> and he, yeah, he records them. Uh, yeah, he records the rest of Billy's family because he put a recorder in the car, I yeah. think, uh, talking about, uh, yeah, the orgy and uh, eating that was about to uh, <laughs> yeah. go down, which uh, understandably freaked out Billy a bit. So Billy takes this to his therapist, and uh, who's the therapist who then... Uh, Listens to it overnight, talks to Billy the next day, uh, says it's fine. Yeah, the, you got nothing uh, to worry about, buddy. The audio has been altered, and then he prescribes Billy psychoactive drugs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hate to give you drugs, Billy, I, but... Billy, I don't want to do this, but I have to do this. But you're clearly crazy. You're clearly mentally insane. And then, yeah, so like... And then uh, Billy goes to meet up with... Uh, Guy who knows her sister again and uh, not boyfriend and stumbles upon a horrific car accident with blood everywhere <laughs> where a body's being loaded into an ambulance and more and more weird stuff happens. And um, yeah, and including like uh, Billy finds like a little voodoo head in his locker yeah. and like at a blow up doll with a regular doll in its mouth <laughs> in his car. But those, uh, this was fucking strange. <laughs> those two things were just his best friend playing, fucking with him, yeah, playing pranks, which, which had nothing to do with the rest of it. Happening. And then this manipulative ass motherfucker, <laughs> when confronted with this, makes it somehow Billy's fault. And makes Billy apologize. Because the best friend is like, man, it's like I'm only your friend when you need me to be your friend. That's why I did all this weird shit to you. <laughs> and Billy's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> How did, <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> and then the other weird thing in the movie was uh, Billy's running against a... Uh, a, a rich nerdy kid for class president yeah. and then after the shit goes down with the ambulance and the other guy uh, presumably dying in the car accident this nerdy rich class president guy like makes private contact with Billy and says he's like hey meet me in the woods at night blah blah cause, this, cause some shit is going on and I'll tell you about it so they meet and he, he tells them whatever and then they part ways for a second and then Billy finds like his that that guy in his car with his throat slashed, 
And then Billy, the next day at school for the class president debate, says, uh, "I'm sorry, he won't, he won't be here. I, like I, he, some, something's going on, and yeah. he's been murdered. He's fucking." Dead. And then he just shows up, and he's like, "He's like, fuck you, Billy." And I'm like, "What? What was that for?" Yeah. Because it wasn't part of, like, they didn't need to do that to Billy. That was literally just to fuck with him. Yeah, and it's not like they knew he was on meds because he was psychotic. No. So, yeah. It It was just to be mean. It was just another mean friend. Spoiler, they're already planning to eat him. (laughs) But they also did this just to be mean before they eat him. Yes. (laughs) Maybe it's something like uh, they need his body to release... (laughs) <laughs> endorphins or toxins into Maybe. his meat so that he tastes better. It could be that. So anyway, climax time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a climax. Uh, Billy, is is he taken by force to the party? I'm trying to remember why he... Uh, no, I think he chooses... Like, he goes because he knows... Something, Shit's going something's down. Something's fucked up and he needs to prove that he's not crazy. Right. And then he shows up, and then he sees the uh, the other guy friend who we thought was I think, long. I think he brings him with him, doesn't he? No, no. Oh, oh, did he show back up? Yeah, he shows back up, and he brings him with. Him. The guy's like, "Oh yeah, because yeah, because he's like, oh, I, I'm I'm not dead. They faked my death. Yeah, yeah, because they had a fake funeral for him and everything. Yeah, yeah. And they, they again." Not sure why they needed to fake... Uh, well, I guess because he's no. going to be dead. So I guess they did want to have a fake funeral. So that's on the books. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they, I'll they give could, you that one. So they could prove that he uh, was... He's, he's dead. We definitely didn't keep him alive and then eat him. Yeah, we didn't absorb him. Spoiler, him. they kept him alive and ate him. <laughs> yeah. This, this is They like, strip him down to his tidy whities Yeah, they all strip down. They all strip down. And uh, then they all like attach <laughs> yeah. to him uh, and, and just start sucking and fucking. It, 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 like, it's very, it's not only for sustenance. It also seems very it, sexual. It's very sexual, yeah. There, yeah. There, there is partially absorbing his life force, but also... And also, and also some of the thing stuff. Like using his, using his hands to fill your holes. Or using your hands using your to hand. fill his holes. Well, yeah, the, the, the coup de grace on... Yeah, and the first guy was a King Society guy. who, And the, so they sort of explain, like, no, we're not aliens or anything crazy like that. We're just a different species yeah, we're just <laughs> that's different. lived on Earth, and we eat the poor. Yeah. Yeah. In, which, including Billy. So, But it was never, like, specifically said that Billy was adopted or anything. No. It's just... And also, like, if he... All his family are crazy people eaters. One, one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eaters. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that that was confusing uh, how he got into this family in the first place. Although they sort of said like we, you know, we raised him from from a baby just for this day. I I, I get I guess they're just really mean. They're just they're just assholes. Yeah, they're just really they're like, really hey, mean. Let's raise a child. <laughs> yeah, let's spend time and effort and money. It's been eighteen on years. raising this child so that when he's eighteen, we can also eat him. Yeah, so we can prank him. I feel like there's easier ways of eating someone. Yeah. You could have just found another 18-year-old and ate him. Yeah. 
But here we are. Yeah. So these uh, society people, they're uh, yeah, their forms seem to be very nebulous because they can do like a, a big like a mouth sucker thing to suck on the guy, and they sort of, and they like they kind of a lot of them like attach into sort of one big blob when they're doing a suck too. Yeah. And then uh, his uh, his his parents and sister take a break from the sucking and go up to their bedroom yeah. where uh, Billy has run to to avoid also getting sucked. Uh, sees his uh, his mother and sister uh, as now one entity. Yeah. Where the mother is just sort of a head and then a pair of legs. Yes. And the sister's head is the mother's vagina. Yes. And then the father is just a butt with a pair of legs, and his head is the butt. Is his butt? Is the head. asshole? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was pretty cool, and yeah. it was and so e- that was pretty cool. An excellent callback because when he was mad, he called his dad a butthead earlier, mm. as you as you do in 1989. Of course. And then uh, upon this reveal, dad's like, you know what? <laughs> I guess I'm a you, butthead. You got me. You nailed, it. <laughs> you nailed it, son. Guilty as charged. You nailed it. I feel like this movie was really just somebody, whether it's the, the writer, director, whoever, just saying, okay, what if we just did a bunch of cool effects where, like, a head's a vagina and a mouth is a butt Apparently hole. all that stuff was based on the guy's nightmares. Okay, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. And then it was just like, I don't know, let's just, like, write a movie around, around it. That. Like, here's what we want, how do we get 90 minutes out of yeah, it? That, that was, like, the thing of... What's a cool, a cool fucked up thing we can do? All right, now let's just try and make a movie. Around yeah, this. let's work backwards. Let's reverse engineer this. Yeah. and you know what they did? It and, was and they did it pretty and it, fucking and, fun. And it's fucking silly as shit. Yeah, yeah. I never, I'd never heard of it or seen it until a few years ago when I bought like a hard copy book that was like. Uh, a history of horror cinema and that was just it, it literally the page just said society 1989 and then it was a picture of the dad's face as the butt <laughs> and then just had like a little write-up and the you're bottom. like i gotta find and i was this. like what am i looking at and how fast can i find it yeah. and it took me a few years to find it <laughs> yeah, I had not heard of this until it was recommended, ah. and this was probably the most pleasant surprise of the group. Do I own it on Blu-ray? Yes. Yeah, you do. I do. Fuck yeah. I like that it has a Blu-ray release. Uh, yeah, and it's That's not just like a Blu-ray release. It's, it's like, a Criterion. <laughs> it's, it is a uh, one-time print Criterion. <laughs> Cost seven hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, it, it might be an Arrow release, okay. I think, maybe, which uh, is still like pretty pretty expensive, but... I had to have it. Gotta have it. It's the only thing I can jerk off to. <laughs> this was good stuff. This was good. This is real fun. Next on the list is Fila Day, but I almost want to save it for later. Because we're doing two crazy in a row? Yeah. Uh, sure. Let's... let's skip it and go to very normal movie. Hell Comes to Frogtown. <laughs> 1988. Recommended by The Consortium. The Consortium. Uh, uh, well, I was told, you, told to say it like Ric Flair said uh, it. Uh, the Consortium oh, that Stephanie and Shane sold their uh, yeah. stakes to. It was me. Uh, I'm the Consortium. You, you and I are wheeling, dealing, <laughs> kiss stealing, jet, jet flying, uh, partners. Yeah. And then he kisses them on the cheek. It's great. <laughs> and Vince just does the old ear pull. Yeah, yeah that, like, like a classic Vince gif. The, like, the nervous uh, Vince. I don't know what to do. Yeah, like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Love yeah, it. Love a classic. It. 
Uh, so th- this is like the... Because everybody knows the Roddy Piper, they they live. Yes. Which is like a classic. And like really good. Yep. Like as, as far as a science fiction horror, it is like referenced to this day with like the like brainwashing and like seeing beyond the what you're being shown like lizard pe- people lizard people like people use those references and now like, and like yeah. the the scene 35 of, years the later. scene of him putting the the yeah. the gla- sunglasses on looking at the sign taking it off looking at the sign like people use that as sure. a meme now yeah right that's and like the fight scene that South Park literally recreated shot for shot <laughs> yes uh, in the cripple fight episode yep. that's like the go to Roddy Piper this one this one just as relevant this this one is like. Not the same because Roddy doesn't really have the same like charisma as they live, but he's still like for a guy who wasn't actually like an actor actor. Um, he did good. He did good. Like he's he's. It was smart for him to get into acting. He didn't become like a huge actor or anything, no. but like he is a a great guy from that era to have gotten yes. into acting. He's got personality. He's like the thing is he's so fucking ripped. Um, I, my first note is Roddy Piper did more steroids for this movie than he ever did in professional absolutely. wrestling. Absolutely, but the thing is, he was—he's huge. He was never a good professional wrestler. <laughs> he was just a great entertainer. Yeah. Um. So, like, yeah. So, even though it predates it, this movie is Super Mario Brothers. Like, it really, <laughs> it is. Like, yeah. Si- Post-apocalyptic similar sets. Yeah. Similar costumes. Um, yeah. Frog people that are kind mm-hmm. of just toad. Um, <laughs> the special effects, the visual effects, and everything are like yep. very similar. It's kind of like like the newer Star Wars movies and Super Mario Brothers like put together. <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah. Like the 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 setting of the desert and. <laughs> Like yeah, that that's to me what it always, what I've always looked at it is yeah, uh, yeah. So it's a it's post apocalyptic. There's been nuclear war. Yeah. Uh, there's very few uh, fertile men and women left, and we're trying to repopulate. But I'll tell you who's the most fertile. Roddy fucking Roddy Piper. fucking paper. He cannot stop he getting it wet. Can't stop fucking. and can't stop knocking women up. That, well, that's his job across the land. His job uh, is to is to get people pregnant. So he, yeah, he's uh, sort of uh, captured by this uh, group of uh, I don't know warrior nurses. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what they are. <laughs> Who are the closest thing to a government? Yeah, and um, and is fitted with an uh, electronic explosive codpiece. To yeah, control so that, him. Yeah, so that he can't try and like run away or they'll blow his dick off. Yeah. Um, and what, uh, a, what a horrible life to live. You have to keep fucking these women. Oh, no. And uh, and if you try to leave fucking these women, we'll blow your dick we're going to blow your dick off. Yeah. And the... Should, should we mention that his name is Sam, Sam Hell? Hell. <laughs> <laughs> Thus why Hell comes to Frogtown. Which I didn't know until they said his name, and I, I laughed out loud. <laughs> You're like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> that's, that's silly. Very silly. <laughs> and the plot is that a group of fertile women who were going to be Piper's breeding partners have been kidnapped by the mutant amphibians of Frogtown, and are, I don't know, they're just... Raping them, I guess. Uh, you'd, you'd think, but I. Uh, <laughs> it stands to reason. Frogs don't have penises. Do, 
They... Uh, I, I believe one has at least three, <laughs> as we found out in the Dance of the Three Snakes, uh, Serpents, correct. whatever correct. it was. Only one, though. The rest of them don't. He has all the dicks he for the whole all group? all the frog dicks. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess if they're like... Talk about an imbalance of power. I guess if they're human, frog-like, genetic... Is the implication that, like, because these... They mutated from oh, human, yeah, yeah. right? I, I guess they're just, like, anthropomorphic frogs. Yeah. They're not human frogs. But they went the, uh, in Ninja Turtle terms, they went the splinter route, not the turtle's route. Yes. Because turtles went turtle to anthro, splin- splinter went human to anthro. The cooler way to go. Yes, correct. Yeah. T- TF is the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. It, I, I don't think, they're not, they're, it's not implied that they were humans that due to the nuclear war mutated into frogs it was the nuclear war caused the frogs to mutate into larger anthropomorphic Oh no, I thought frogs. it was the opposite. I thought it was human to frog. Uh, I think these started as humans. But but it's also sort of implied that like it happened via like like evolution and mutation but I I think the nuclear war was Ten years ago, mm-hmm. so that's a pretty yeah, quick but how, evolution. But how fast do frogs? Um, ah, fair procreate? point. Fair point. Like they they probably spawn offspring because like they have babies, and then within a year, babies have those babies. babies are having babies. Babies are having like, babies. Sad. With humans, that's not how it works. Yeah. So they could could have been in ten, could be ten years of like, right. just evol- evolution. A lot of, lot of cycles. Uh, right. Evolution. It's a mystery. <laughs> it's true. Um, but yeah, so even though like Roddy doesn't have the like the uh, personality or like lines, like the acting of They Live, he's still got like tons of magnetism to him. Oh, like, for sure. Like, yeah, he is such a charismatic human being. Yeah, that even when and he's also out of his mind and completely nuts. <laughs> but uh, even though like he's not given like the dialogue or the character development that he's got and they live yeah he doesn't get to sink his teeth yeah, into it he, as much he's as still that. like you still recognize oh yeah the For like sure. the, the just the pure sexual <laughs> animal magnetism of roddy piper yes yeah most definitely so the so anyway so so the the nurse amazons or whatever the fuck they are <laughs> yeah um use him to sneak into Frogtown. Yeah. To bring back the women that he was yeah. going to fuck. And he and he's sort of uh he's sort of his own suicide squad because they've already milked him. Is he the suicide he's squad the, or just suicide squad? I think he might be suicide squad. Uh, I know. Then it's going to be bad. I know, not as good. But I th- they've already milked him, so they have a bunch of his genetic material for use later. Yeah. So he's more expendable than the women. God, what a horrible life to live. <laughs> You get fucking milked, and you get to fuck a bunch of women. Terrible. What a what a post apocalyptic nightmare. Horrible. I, I God, I hope there isn't nuclear war. <laughs> God, I hope I'm not the only fertile man left in a nuclear war. Yeah, it would be such a hard living situation. <laughs> you just wake up in the morning, and a woman jerks your dick until you come. <laughs> Terrible. So yeah, so Sam Hell comes to Frogtown. <laughs> comes in Frogtown. And uh and meets up with a young Rory Calhoun. <laughs> young Rory Calhoun. And by young I mean very old. <laughs> Crazy. Bonkers <laughs> that Rory Calhoun is in this fucking movie. Love it. 
<laughs> he plays Looney Tunes. Yeah, That's his Looney name. Tunes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then it's just basically your standard uh, save save the bitches from the frogs movie. And look, I'm. I'm not a scaly, nor do I even support that lifestyle. No. But there should have been a hot frog. Like there, there frog were, tits. yeah, there should have been frog tits. Yeah, there that, I think at least that's, frog that's my issue. There should have been a like a, a like frog. there were female frogs, yeah. but they weren't like, hot. There should have been a frog prostitute. <laughs> yeah, who a, had a frog tits and tries and like because one one of them sort of tries to fuck Rod. Yeah, and she should have just. But been I like, didn't want to fuck her. Do, do you like these? Yeah, and then he'd be like, "Oh, hey, easy. First of all, dunk, dunk, dunk. I can't. I got a yeah. pod piece on." But second of all, you're a frog. Yeah, and second of all, amphibians with mammaries, cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we didn't get that. We didn't get some big old uh, frog tits. Yeah, I'm, I'm always a fan of anthropomorphized species that don't have mammary glands being given big old mammary <laughs> glands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that tiger kitty in, uh, tiger lady in uh, the third or fourth Hunger Games. I think you'll find that tiger ladies have mammary glands because they're mammals mammals. yeah (laughs) did we see where did we did we learn where we tripped up on that one yeah of course okay uh but like birds what bird movies have tits howard the duck 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 titties ducks gross (laughs) and they're twirly penises (laughs) disgusting Yeah. yeah but it is always fun i'm like look i'm i know they're not supposed to have them. <laughs> but, but I want them. But let's give them anyway. But look, I want them. I, look, I'm giving... Look, artists, movie makers, anything out there. As a doctor of biology... And pussyology. And pussyology. And by doctor, I mean a bachelor's. But still, I, I did four years of something. You have my blessing to give non-mammals Tits. big old titties. Big old jumbo naturals. Yeah. And that's the end of the show. And that's the end of the show. <laughs> uh, I had seen this before. I had not. And uh, end of statement. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good job. Um, so he, ne- he saves the women. They kill some frogs. They kill some frogs. You know. Yeah. It, every, everyone's cool. He yeah, fucks. He fucks. The, and the, the end is like, if you had to, if we gave you a three sentence outline of the plot and told you to guess the ending, you'd get it right. Yeah. They're, they're like, uh, you know, Roddy and the, the nurse he's, uh, fallen in love with, uh, they're, they're, uh, necking. necking. <laughs> they're going they're, steady. They're snogging. <laughs> and, uh, and then she's like, but you also got to fuck all these women. And he looks back at all the women and he's like, whoa, like, of course that's what the ending whoa. is. Yeah. A real Joey ma- Lawrence situation. It makes sense. Which brings us to 1992's New Zealand title Brain Dead, North American title Dead Alive. Why the change? No fucking clue. What was the point? The, uh, the only thing I could say I said was there was, was another, another movie, movie called Brain Dead, but uh, does why does that fucking matter? There's two movies called Mother. There's there's like five movies called. Things. Actually, I can like, think of like off the top of my head, I can think of three movies called Mother. Yeah, so I don't know. Just what's just, your favorite movie called Mother? Called Mother, Darren Aronofsky's. Wrong. Oh, Albert Brooks, Debbie Reynolds. Never seen it. It's good. I mean, it's Albert Brooks. I should probably see it. I don't know if it's good. Oh, okay. I, I, you know what? It's Albert Brooks and Debbie Reynolds. It's probably. I mean, 
I remember it being good. It's been 20 years it's, since I've seen it. Ah, so you, but, wa- you watched it when you were negative six. That's correct. Ah, okay. The the thing that I remember most about, it's probably uh, 1996-ish. Okay. Uh, the thing I remember most is, because uh, it's about, I don't know if like Debbie Reynolds like, moves, has to move back in with her son, Albert Brooks, or something like that. But uh, he's trying to throw out ice cream in her freezer, I think, because it's been there for, like, since the war and is disgusting. And she's like, no, because the ice cream gets that, like, ice shit on it. And she's like, no, that's the protective ice. (laughs) (laughs) You mean uh, the freezer burn, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, But anyway, Brain Dead. Peter Jackson's best movie? Sure. Definitely his best movie. Now, Drew, you fell into my trap. Ah, damn it. Because you've forgotten Meet the Feebles, Peter Jackson's best movie. Best movie. Here's here. Let's go down the scale. Number one, Meet the Feebles. Number two, uh, Brain Dead. Number three, uh, The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug. <laughs> Smaug. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> that, you, the you, end. <laughs> done. You nailed it. Um, can you name the other Hobbit movie? Not the first one. Number one, An Unexpected Journey. Yeah, yeah, was... Number two, Desolation of Smaug. That's... Number three, The Battle of the Five Armies. I couldn't tell you. And I'm also not going to look it up so that your brain goes insane. That's fair enough. I have I saw the first one, and I'm like, that's enough. I might have seen the first two. Like, my mom really likes the Lord of the Rings movies, and I think I went to theaters with her for... I like the Lord of the Rings movies, too. You know what I'm not crazy about? The Hobbit oh. movies. I like taking a book. And turning it into three bad movies. Let's okay. First time around, let's take three big books yeah. and turn them into three movies. Yeah. Next time around, one small book, still three movies. Oh, yeah. What do you think? You know, you, you in? You sold me. What? And what if we shoot them at an insane frame rate? Well, we want everybody that makes you throw up. We want everybody to get violently ill. <laughs> okay. Theater. Like, of course. Um, you have my business. G- thank you. Thank you, sir. Um. Sorry, and th- I apologize. This is uh, recommended by Me No Likey. Me No Likey. Uh, so, let it be stated, for the record mm-hmm. uh, of this... This is, po- this is canon. This is, this is for the historians listening to this podcast in the future. Yep. No human being in the entire universe has ever had more fun making movies than Peter Jackson. Agreed. Peter Jackson has done so many, like, bonkers, next-level crazo (laughs) uh, things in his early film work that nobody else would... Like, other people would find it a chore or a, a task that has to be completed, whereas Peter Jackson is so excited to get to do just the dumbest, silliest, bloodiest, gruesome-looking, gory, like, special effects, visual effects, like, everything. Yeah. He is so in love with doing it, and it is so awesome. Yeah, he's just having a ball. Just... And it shows on the screen. And, like, he's the kind of guy... Not who fucks mom up. He's the kind of guy who thinks up an idea and then is just like, let's just do it. Yeah. Like, let's not overthink it. First idea, best idea. Let's not try and make it look, like, 
Because, like, I mean, it looks amazing, but let's not try and overdo this. Mm-hmm. Let's just have somebody grab a lower jaw and an upper jaw and, and just go... Pop them. <laughs> and, like, and just peel them apart like you're taking uh, fruit by the foot yeah. off the backing. Just, like, done. Like, we, Which, actually, uh, I don't think we gave it its due in society. The, uh, the end game of the shunting is shoving your fist all the way up a guy's ass to where it comes out his mouth and then pulling his face with your own hand coming out his mouth all the way back in. And and the way Billy defeats them is when he's about to get shunted. Or we, I, I, I guess that's not the sh- the, whole, the whole thing is the shunting. When he's got, about to get fisted, he uh, turns the tides on the guy and makes the guy fist himself. Self. Uh, shoves it all the way through, makes him grab his own face with his own hand, and then w- completely pulls himself inside out. Whoop. It was yeah. cool. Yeah. And then that freaked out all the uh, other society people, and Billy got away. Everybody else was like, oh no, he might do that to us, except yeah. for we can overpower him because there's like 40 of us and one of him, <laughs> and he's a human and we're not. Um, but anyway, brain dead. Brain dead, yeah, man. He. He has so much fun. Like, I wish I lived in New Zealand in the 80s I wish I lived in Peter Jackson. So that I could, uh, like, try and get on his movies. Because, man, (laughs) like, they are so much fun. I mean, the movie starts with rats raping monkeys. Rats raping monkeys, yeah. Yeah. Which, of course, right there, interspecies erotica. uh, Already A+. (laughs) A+. Um... He he definitely has this style of doing uh, like soap opera esque like close really close tight shots yes or like push ins that are really fast that are like on the surface are like really ugly yeah like it's really like not a good looking thing but it really just adds to but the it, it, silliness it's, it's very intentional and achieves the effect he's going yeah for. like he it's not him not knowing how to do something like it's oh, no, it's yeah. like this is going to look insanely crazy yes but so is Which the is rest what I of want. the movie so it's just like low angle like really fast <laughs> yeah where it's just the head um yeah it, it's a it's amazing like it's so funny yeah um so another bitch character in this movie the guy's mom <laughs> the guy's mom and look yeah. yes she's a cunt but i wouldn't want my son dating a dirty gypsy either. Yeah, so I see yeah. where she's coming from. You shouldn't. I have more sympathy for the mom in this than Strictly Ballroom. Absolutely. Yeah. Strictly yeah. Ballroom, straight up cunt. Yeah. This one. Shout out to Vera in this. Concerned about her son's well-being. Yes. Um, so yeah, the, the... It's not her fault she got bitten by an infected hybrid rat monkey. Rat monkey. Yeah. So uh, essentially, what happens is the movie starts with a an explorer in is it Borneo, something like that. I think it's Borneo. No, Borneo or no, it's not Papua New Guinea. I think it's Borneo. Um, yeah, Southeast Asia. A, a, an explorer uh, trekking through the jungle looking for a this uh, mythical rat monkey, rat monkey creature yeah. uh, to bring it back to the Wellington Zoo for showcase. Yeah. Um, and him and his sort of like sidekicks are, are being hunted down by the local tribesmen who know the evilness of this rat monkey and don't want him to remove it. 
which leads. But they haven't discovered Jesus, so can you really trust them? To some fucking amazing <laughs> half-assed spear chucking. I don't know if you noticed it, but these, are you calling me a spear chucker? I'm calling you a spear chucker. Okay, you spear chucker. Uh, the so the actors who are portraying the like local tribesmen are clearly not trained in the aspect of throwing spears. No, because the camera essentially as like it's it's quick cutting back and forth between them running with this crate with the monkey in it to try and get onto a, a truck, but then the camera is also turned the opposite way and showing the natives running at them but it's like all handheld so it's really like shaky and runny but at a certain point when they finally get onto the truck and it turns back to face the uh, the natives Mm -hmm. and they're like throwing the spears at the truck the spears go maybe three feet and they go kind of like straight (laughs) Straight down down. (laughs) so like you can see them and and there's like no wind up there's no uh, shoulder motion it's just from the elbow and it's just like but (laughs) like there's five or six of them that get thrown that just don't even go it's so fucking not a lot of uh, guys who did javelin in high no, school no no javelin throwers yeah uh very very comical yeah so um as they're escaping he uh he ends up getting bitten yeah um and then when the the local guides realize he's gotten bitten they chuck him out and then take off with the monkey and then still sell it to the zoo yeah by them like so they take the money money's money <laughs> uh money's money and pussy's pussy yep so now uh, we are in New Zealand and there's this uh, like neurotic, nerdy, dweeby yeah. little g- queer uh, <laughs> who lives with his mom and his mom is a overly bearing, controlling, uh, like kind of bitchy evil woman yeah. who uh, wants to run his life and she's a... Uh, she's a real, uh, woes me. If you don't look after me, what's going to happen to me? Yeah. I'll die. I'll die if you're not here to help me. One of those guilt trip well, Yeah, she's a guilt trip bitch. And, uh, so he runs errands for her and there's this girl that lo- works at the local shop that he's very much into and she's Latina a, gypsy. She's a Latina gypsy and he wants to be with her, but he's, uh, his, you know, his, his mother first. Um, so he secretly starts dating her and then the mother decides that she, like, she knows something's up. Yeah. So she follows them on their date to the zoo where during them, uh, do they kiss? They yeah. kiss and she has a, oh, oh. Yeah, she gets she, the vapors. And she gets the vapors and stumbles backwards. And then the very comically done, uh, <laughs> claymation rat <Yeah>. monkey, uh, <laughs> bites her arm. Yep. So he decides, uh, so... He sees her, he takes her back home, he's going to look after her, but she's uh, in part of high society, so she's trying to, uh, I don't remember what they're called, it's like the the the, the union of ri- rich cunty women. Yeah. Uh, who, like, women empowerment, but only the rich ones. Yeah, only the rich white ones. Yeah. Um, and so he has to, like, hide that she's sick. But also trying to uh, figure out, like, what's going on with her. And then she kind of, she dies and yeah. becomes, like, a uh, and then ra- rabies-infested, like, corpse yeah. who attacks other people. Yeah. And it, so, like, it, it, it has, like, 
two levels. It goes from like you gotta peel si- the onions. silly comedy yeah. to okay, like undead sort of like zombie. Yeah. Where she ends up biting multiple people who turn into zombies. And he has to keep hiding them all in the basement. And he keeps try- hiding them in the basement. Which is a like very funny solution. Tying them up and chaining yeah. them up, but then he still feeds them like yeah. food. Um, but then <laughs> the next level to that is that um, he she gets out and yeah. starts attacking like him. Uh, there's like a funeral, and then his uncle gets involved because his uncle wants all his of uncle the inheritance. Wants the house and he's and a all fat that. pig. Yeah, and then. Uh, when they all end up escaping, and then there's like fucking, and then they make a, a zombie a, baby, a zombie undead baby, which yep. is just an LP in a costume, zombie and is baby. fucking funny, very funny. Um, and then the uncle uh, blackmails him because he finds out that the mom's being held in the basement. Yeah, blackmails him for the house. He's like, "You got to give me anything. You got to give me everything." And then the uncle holds a housewarming a massive party. party, which then. He unintentionally releases the undead into the household. And shit and goes that down. Is it's the, the next craziest thing level. ever. It is this scene that makes this movie regarded as one of the goriest movies of all yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. It's literally just a house blood orgy. It's an it's a full blood orgy. Full blood like so people are just like limbs getting ripped off, like Heads getting ripped in liberal pieces. use of like a lawnmower, f- full skin getting ripped off. Yeah, uh, not only zombies but also living people getting like ripped in half. Yep, and having like at one point they try to save one of the guys who's crawled through like a dumbwaiter sort of. Yeah, or just like like, oh, yeah, yeah. like a door, and they're trying to pull him through one way. Yep. The zombies have him the other way. They literally strip the flesh from his waist down <laughs> off his body, but his bones are still yeah. attached, like and pants, his, and his legs are still <laughs> moving. And it, oh, it's incredible. Yeah, like this has to be like the like the a number one pinnacle of like practical effects gore. Yeah, like nothing has ever reached it's this great. level. Like yeah. Hey, Everything like you know, um, yeah. That so eventually, what ends up happening is the 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 gypsy Latin girlfriend and like one other random <laughs> house guest, yeah. who like we she doesn't even fucking matter, mm-hmm. um, are surviving alone in the house. And this is sort of like his moment of like not being a coward anymore. Yeah. And he goes outside and gets a lawnmower and just holds it up to his chest. And it's go time. And just steamrolls the fucking party. Yeah. Just like blood and guts and body parts everywhere. Spray the spray. The spray just covers him, covers the party, uh, cover and like eventually uh saves the girl. Yeah. Um and then but yeah, anyway, so he he ends up like not being such a fucking coward. Um, the some of like the notes I meant were made were uh, never bang a Latino, your mom will die. So I need to hmm. formally apologize should, to my mother. You should call your uh, mom. My mom's gonna die thirty times. <laughs> um, there was uh, an uh, a unprecedented second movie with white guy karate. <laughs> the priest at one point beats up a, a, ga- a group of thugs yep. who are trying to rape rape or rob someone or There's both. There's actually a minute of white guy karate in society, too. Oh, there is? Yeah. 
three movies with white guy karate. Yep. Uh, but yeah, the priest does some pretty ridiculous white guy karate. Now, yeah. I uh, to state. The white guy karate in Gross Point Blank is very good. Yes. The white guy karate in society is decent. Uh-huh. This is bad. <laughs> Correct. This is comically bad white yes. guy karate. This is like you hire an actor with no intention of there being white guy karate and then learn the actor has been doing uh, like amateur level classes for a few months. Yeah. And re- then you're like, oh. Uh, Bert, uh, you're doing karate in this. I chose Bert because I feel like that's a very South uh, New Zealand and Australian. Honestly, great name. pick. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, great, great white guy karate. And then another note that I made was there's a poster or like a, a screen cap of it of him in the house covered in blood with a bunch of like dead zombies and stuff around him. That as a kid, I always thought that it was Bruce Campbell. Uh, it looks a lot like uh, it looks a lot like him, like, like an the, Evil like, Dead, like hair wise, yeah. and like it's not really like a tight shot. So it looks a lot like right. Bruce Campbell versus the Army of Darkness. And so I always thought it was a Bruce Campbell movie, but I just never saw it until like I don't know. And like, oh, this is from New Zealand, and I've never heard of anyone in it. <laughs> didn't didn't think about it. Uh, I've heard of Peter Jackson, who's in it. Uh, true. Uh, he plays the like Touché. the weird. Uh, he plays the mother. He plays the weird nerdy like doctor's assistant who eats a sandwich. Nice with no beard, uh, which yeah. is very silly. Weird, very yeah. weird. Um, but yeah, just as a movie going experience, like oh, it, it it's wild. It's so rad. Yeah, it is so rad. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's completely insane. There's no reason not to like it. Absolutely not. Yeah, and even if you don't like. Like horror. I don't movies. like horror. This is great. It's so fun. Yeah, it's so fun. Comedy horror is fine. Comedy horror is great. Yeah, yeah. and and this this is like one of the greatest comedy horrors of all time. Absolutely. Like I would put this this and Tucker and Dale versus this number Evil. one scary movie four number two. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Is that that's the one where the poster is the I, leg making the four after Doctor Phil cuts his foot off? It is. Uh, sure. It is. You know better than me. Dr. Phil and Shaq recreating Saw. I, I was out after two. Where Shaq couldn't make free throws to save his life, and that was a running joke. Uh, that was the joke in it. That's pretty funny. Yep. Uh, but yeah, gr- great watch. Excellent yeah. watch. Uh, next. How about a little bit hey, of... Hey, we're finally leaving the, the late 80s and 90s. Let's take it to the 70s. Mm-hmm. Based on a book from the 60s. That's right. This has source material. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 1979's Taro the Dragon Boy, recommended by Eve. This is a movie, is what this is. So, okay. Say what you will about the movie. It's an animated movie. It is an animated movie. It's a Japanese animated movie. Uh, Luckily, there was... I like that a dub was made of it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't expecting it. I was not either. I thought I'd have to track down subtitles, but I'm like, oh, they're speaking English. Great. Oh, and it's in full on YouTube. And also, uh, for the credits, uh, no one knows who did the English dub. Uh, The the voice of Taro is is listed on Wikipedia. It's a 55-year-old woman. Yeah, it sounded like a 55-year-old woman. (laughs) And every other voice in the movie, unknown. Doesn't surprise me. Amazing. Doesn't surprise me. Uh, So say what you will about this, but I like a movie that starts with a child's dick and balls right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. Opening credits, Taro does a handstand, no underwear. (laughs) No, absolutely no underwear. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, this... I got a lot to say about this movie, uh, and, I'm, and I'm running out of steam here, so... Uh... Did you like the song about the wind? <laughs> the it was, it was insanely a, repetitive song that a, is sung more than once it was the a course real the movie. Uh, take my breath away from Top Gun <laughs> where it plays I don't know nine or times memories from cats memories from cats <laughs> yeah it's a it's a real we've got one good song and it's too good to not play more than but once. it's not good I, I know it's not good at all <laughs> there's better songs in the movie I'm gonna, than I'm gonna do a, I'm not gonna do this uh, this one justice uh, it is Taro who is a little annoying bitch uh <laughs> whose mom is dead and he's raised by his grandmother yeah and his grandmother has always told him that his mother died uh birthing him yeah and was turned into a dragon yes. and then was never seen again Correct. and taro decides that he's uh he's an adventurous little son of a bitch yep and he wants to adventure out and uh find his mother yeah well because it's sort of revealed that she's not that she's not dead, dead. That, that, that she might not be dead, that this dra- there's a, a rumor of a dragon and he thinks yeah. it's his mom. So was she, when did the dragon TF happen is my question. Because she was, she was pregnant. She was pregnant and a human. A, pregnant and a human. Uh, in and theory then dies. At some, at some point turned into a dragon, at some point gave birth. The, yeah. This is what we know. Did, was she a dragon when she shat out Taro? No, I think she was a human. Yeah, I think she might have been. I think she was a dragon. Maybe. And here's why. And that's why he's the dragon's boy. That's why he's a dragon boy. Because that, that, his whole thing is he's the son of a dragon. Son of a dragon. And because and he's got those, uh, he's got like a blue, like sort of scale marking on yeah. like his arm, which, some, which someone like makes note of once. They're like, yeah. oh, what's that thing in your arm? And then it is never, never referenced again. again. Yeah. No I'm one like, says anything. Okay. Yeah. I thought that would sort of like come, like I thought that would come up again like when he finds them. Like, she's got the same marking or something. But like, nope, just nope. never mentioned again. So that was weird and cool. <laughs> um, so yeah. So, um, he... What was I going to say? Well, I've, I've, I've lost my train of thought. Good. But... <laughs> uh, so you're you well you were saying uh, that it, whether or not he she was a dragon when she gave birth to him. Yeah, I think she was. And then oh yeah, well, yeah, I guess that's that's the only question. Really, I guess, that's yeah. the main thing. Um so yeah. And then he, so there's this plot point that's introduced early on which in hindsight I don't understand the point of. So <laughs> a, after he's done sumo wrestling some animals as you do. Well, yes, of course, especially uh, a bear. A bear. A bear. <laughs> Uh, a wizard shows up for no reason. Uh, here, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. If you can explain this to me, I'll be. Thrilled. I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I can explain it, but okay. I'm gonna say. So at one point before he does that, he sees like this streak thing flying. Yes. And he out loud says, "Oh, that's the wizard blank." And yes. he, I'm going to go where he lands. Yes. And then he goes, uh-huh. but then the wizard hasn't landed. Correct. And then the wizard comes and he goes, "Who are you?" <laughs> yeah, that was, that was odd. <laughs> like he literally says, "The wizard by name. That's where he's going. I'm gonna go there." Yeah, goes there. No wizard. Then the wizard shows up, and he's confused as to who he is. Yeah, and I, like it's and I I, I, I noted uh, that he's just an old man, topless, yeah. sure, sure. wrestling a child in the woods. Yes, 
and so, start, starts out exactly the way I'd like it to start out, <laughs> and then I was majorly let doesn't down. Doesn't end the way you'd like. So what the wizard does is he gives Taro a potion, just unrequested, just for fun, that gives him the strength of a hundred men. Kids, if you're listening, and a wizard Always offers you take a drink from wizards. in the forest, take you, it. you take it. Yeah. Gives him the strength of a hundred men, but with the caveat, he can only use it to help other people and not himself. Yes, he can't. This he can't put himself in trouble and use it to get out of trouble. He can only help others get out of trouble. This stipulation comes up every ne- ten minutes. Never. Oh, okay. <laughs> my bad. Never. It's never mentioned again. No if, repercussions. No. You like, think I, there would be a conflict uh, where he uses the strength for his I, own benefit, I thought, and they're like, uh-uh-uh. I thought there would be some point towards the end. Yeah. You'd think logically by plot... There's a reason there was introduced. That he would need to use the strength to, like, save his mom, and because he's doing it for his own reasons, yeah. wouldn't be able to. No. Or something. Nothing. Like, he uses it to beat up the red demon. Yep. He uses it to beat up the black, black demon. demon. <laughs> he uses it to help those people with the water. Yeah. Even though, like, that's kind of not really, like... That's just nature. Uses it to help the old woman who's catfishing him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, there's no repercussions whatsoever. This would have worked exactly the same if it had just been said at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Taro is strong. Yeah. That's it. You didn't you didn't need That's fucking yeah. it. <laughs> you didn't need the wizard. You didn't nope. need this potion. You did you could have just said he's the, he's Taro the dragon boy. So he's strong. So the dragon boy <laughs> is strong. That's like, it. That's it. That's literally all you need. So weird. Such a weird choice. So dumb. So he goes along helping people do da day. Uh, so it's eventually revealed to him that uh, his mother uh, while very pregnant with him, uh, it was her village job that day to go out and catch some fish. Uh, but she was a pig. <laughs> I'm glad you got that because I must have not paid attention to that part. Here's here's the deal. She, it was one of the easier village jobs which they gave to her because she was very pregnant. And so, <laughs> so she went out and, to catch some fish, but she was a pig, and then she ate the fish instead of bringing them back to the village because she was nine and a half months pregnant <laughs> yeah. and wanted an extra fish. This was enough to for the gods to punish her yeah. by uh, turning her into a dragon and making her shit out Taro. Yeah. And then uh, Taro, uh, the, uh, Taro gets sent, sent down the river uh, Moses style. Yep. Um, or... Todd Flanders. Or Todd Flanders style. Todd Flanders? <laughs> Who's to say? It's, what's the younger, Todd's the younger one. Rod, Rod and, Todd. and Todd. Yeah, Todd. Todd yeah, Flanders. Todd. Yeah. Um, Flanders and, God, and, and God, his... Get out here, save my Todd. <laughs> and his, his, his grandmother finds him and raises him, but he, he's sucking this, like, big old milk sphere. Milk sphere, which yeah. Which gives him all the strength and nutrients he needs. Uh, but uh, then he runs out of his milk sphere, and he's hungry. So this is the one other time when Taro was a little bitty baby um, that the grandmother once again had contact with the mother and it turns out that the first milk sphere was one of her eyeballs mm. and then she gave her other eyeball to keep feeding him and is completely blind now. Turns out it was just cum. <laughs> she had classic cum eye. Cum eyes. <laughs> 
And yeah, so now she is a blind dragon. Blind dragon. Uh, through, and through a series of adventures, eventually uh, finds what lake or whatever she's uh, yeah. inhabiting. Yeah. And uh, so then they they have a reunion of blind dragon but and son. Before, before you get to that. Yeah. Um, I had a I had a major issue with two things before you get to that point. Yeah. Number one, why the fuck didn't they show us Mom TF? Oh, don't fucking don't fucking get me started. That's the whole fucking point of the movie is seeing yeah. someone turn into a dragon. Don't have a major plot point being turning into something and don't show me. Show don't tell. Hate it. You ever made a movie before? No. Jesus. Apparently not. Second of all, the uh, the old witch woman who tells him where the serpent is. Yeah. Um, why was she so fucking stacked and why did we need to see one of her tits? Yeah, she was stacked. We saw one of her tits and she was going to like either like rape, was, eat or kill she him. She was 3 foot 11 yeah. and had double E's. <laughs> and like I'm not even good double E's. Like they were they were saggy and pointed straight down. Yeah. But why did we need to see that? Not sure. And why was she trying to fuck a child? Because Japan you know what? My answer to you. You know what, Scott? I'm going to delete that part of the podcast where I asked that question. <laughs> because so, of course it's of Japan. Of course it's Japan. <laughs> My answer to you, as it has been before, is Japan. Japan. All right, continue. Uh, so reunites a uh, blind dragon and sun. Uh, mm-hmm. So she's in this big uh, body of water. Uh, One might call it a lake. Yeah, that's sort of dammed up. But if they undam it... Uh, which is something he sort of did before, and it worked for that village. I get, but this is a bigger one. This will give, I don't know, all of Japan enough water for rice patties as far as you yeah. can see. Yeah. It'll it'll save everyone. Everyone will have enough to eat, and there won't just be one old cunt controlling the rice supply. Yeah. Uh, so they they do it and they bash it, but the and damn, fucking mom goes oh. hard. Mom goes hand. on this thing. Mom goes she hand. absolutely. Mutilates yeah, herself, wrecks herself, undamming this thing. It eventually works. It kills her in the process. Yeah. She, but, in fact, did not check herself before she wrecked herself. <laughs> but because of the sacrifice she made, she is both granted her life back and her human form. And here is where I have another quibble. <laughs> she already sacrificed both of her fucking eyes to feed her son. Yeah. And that was not enough. She actually had to kill herself. To kill herself. God damn, Japan. God damn it. <laughs> and I don't... She was still blind when she came... Unclear. I th- I'm thinking she got eyes back. I thought she said something or like... He was saying like that. I'm, I actually right, can't remember. I'm right here or something. But maybe that was when he saw. Her I think as that the was dragon. dragon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. There. Yeah. I think she got eyes back as human. Yeah. So, um, when, speaking of human reversion, when she became back, uh, when she turned back to a human, Scott. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Was uh, I'm listening? Uh, a kimono was involved, or maybe no undergarments. No, or, not as I recall. Um, so n- nothing. What's, quite um, like um. Realizing that your long-thought dead mom was, uh, in fact, still alive. Yeah. You spend the entire... Was a, was a dragon five minutes you ago. You spend an entire journey yeah. to reunite yourself, to, to finally meet your mother. Yes. Who you've never met and you thought was dead. Yeah. And as soon as she returns back into her human form, she's just hanging tit, full-on muff. Full And frontal. everyone is fucking cool with it. Yeah. Just like, 
Mom, I'm going to hug you. I'm going to put my face between your tits. Yep. My hand or knee might accidentally touch your vagine. Who's to say? And everyone was just like, oh, they're reunited. <laughs> oh, I'm so, this is so heartwarming. That's disgusting. Like, if I had never met my mom and I saw my mom for the first time and I saw her full fucking nude, <laughs> I would gouge my eyes out. So, I would be the blind dragon. <laughs> I yes. would be the blind dragon boy because I just seen my mom's fucking pubic hair and vagine. That's true. You don't want your first mom. Well, I guess everyone's first <laughs> mom experience is pubic but hair. But it's not a memory. But you don't want your next mom yeah. experience to be pubic hair. Yeah, birth is fine, but nude mom, not yeah. cool. Yeah. That being said, I did almost cry. Oh my god. It was sweet. No, it was not. <laughs> Not the nudity. I, I think. I think like the sacrifice. I was more into the nudity than the sacrifice. In terms of jerking off or crying, crying. I was like, oh, you, oh, those you. are some beautiful tits. Oh, they were they were so tears. beautiful. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Milky white tits. That's fair. Yeah, they were perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I covered all my notes. My my last note is three words: full nude mom. Yeah. So. <laughs> And this actually, like a lot of movies we've done, it's it's like uh, climax and then like no falling out. It's like climax credits. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that was that was animated movies in the seventies. Get though. in, get out. I feel like a lot of older animated movies are like that. Yeah, there's not a lot of uh, post epilogue. Yeah, like everything is like ah, the end of the story you've seen done. And good guy wins the fight. Movie over. <laughs> Peace. Yeah. Uh, well, sticking with the seventies. Let's go a little earlier. What do you think? 1975 Dog Day Afternoon, recommended by Tommy. I fucking love Sidney Lumet. Yeah. You know what my favorite Sidney Lumet movie is? It's the movie based on a play where there's a bunch of drunk people sitting around arguing. Twelve Angry Men. Would you... Could you look up maybe Sidney Lumet's filmography for me and run through a couple and see if it's there find me guilty long day's journey into night you bastard the movie that got us divorced people were worried that uh, that we really got divorced after that but I said it was just a bit for fun but I was actually mad at you for like a week (laughs) and still sort of mad I still harbor resentment I David Harbour resentment. That's fun. Uh, I'm a real hellboy. I don't. Uh, I don't even like you. Do you <laughs> know that IMDb has a TV streaming service? Weird. No. Weird. Uh, anywho, uh, yeah, Sidney Lumet. What a guy. One of many what a guy. awesome Sidney Lumet movies from the uh, 50s, 60s, 70s. Done. Or 2000s. Or 2000. I feel like his 80s and 90s weren't that exciting. Uh, they're not. Yeah, we but then uh, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead is really good. Uh, eight, In eight, 2007. Yeah. Eight, 80s is just a whole lot of just random like yeah. crime drama or like, yeah, like nothing of real Yeah, but like bangers for 20 years, takes 30 years off. Yeah, well. <laughs> Back with Philip Seymour Hoffman and Ethan Hawke. Can't win them all. Or Two of our faves. Can win them all. Or can, you know what? He won them all. He can uh, I always forget that this is a true story. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, real, based on a real incident. Yeah, pretty cool. So, uh, so it's Al Pacino and John Cazale. Cazale. Now, John Cazale. What a career! Is 
fascinating. What a fucking crazy. There's a documentary. Fascinating. There's a documentary about him. One, okay, one, let's get it out right away. He's ugly. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But it was the 70s, so you could be He's not a handsome man, but in the 70s, everyone fucked. Yeah. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter if you were ugly or not. So Everyone fucked. John Cazale has been in five movies. They have all been nominated (laughs) for Best Picture. Yeah, they they are... Th- this is the um, the uh, c- credits you want in your career. Yeah, these are the f- these are the movies that you're like, okay, if I only am gonna be known for, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in movies for less than ten years. Yep, I'm gonna fucking die. Yep, and then those those movies are some of the greatest all time made of all time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just Godfather you, One, Godfather, Godfather Two, Conversation, Conversation, Dog Day Afternoon, Deer, Deer Hunter. Hunter. That's it. Those are all the movies he's Fucking in. Fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Just five of the best movies of the 1970s. Yeah. There, there is a documentary about him and about his short-lived career and yeah. being in all these things. Um, he did lots of stage acting too. Yeah, lots of stage yeah. acting and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he didn't get into movies until later, but. Yeah, what what a career. And was uh, not married to, but was the partner of and lived with Meryl Streep yeah. for the last three years of his life, died with her by his side, yeah. and she is on record as saying she has never gotten over him, even though she's obviously remarried yeah. and stuff. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Crazy. Yeah. Got to uh, hitch to that uh, rocket ship on the way up, <laughs> and then when it collapses in orbit... Uh, you have to... So you're saying John Cazale is the challenger. He's the challenger, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Uh, I, I'm going to go on record and state that of all the movies we've seen, this is the best movie of the list. For in both, terms for of actual movie like, quality... As, as a movie, this is the best movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. Also, pretty... Even though it was the 70s and like like we said, everyone was fucking no matter what you look like and blah, blah, blah. Um, very, very progressive. Weirdly progressive for, for, for 1975. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like as far as the characters and like uh, the the statements being made and like very yeah. progressive. Yeah. I mean, the, it, and it, the, the plot, again, based on a 100% real thing is the best. It's the best plot of all time. Mm-hmm. Guy robbing a bank. Mm-hmm. So he can get 1970s trans surgery mm-hmm. for his boyfriend to a woman yeah. so they can get married and not be gay. And, and not be gay, yeah. <laughs> and not be looked upon as freaks or, like, criminals. It's the best. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it, it, it's such a cool thing to be made in that era. Because, like, yeah. now that seems like a more mainstream... And also I feel like they would ruin it now. Unless they did just stick to the facts. Yeah, but yeah, they would definitely ruin it now. Because uh, a lot of like the based on true events or whatever uh, now is like they just take the basic concept and then change a bunch of things to to make it more appealing, mainstream, more entertaining, whatever. Woke. Whereas this is just like, uh, here's what happened, we're filming it. Yep. So... Yeah, I mean, that, basically, that's that's the plot. Is three three like a, like 
dumb like not like even first time not even like, criminals they're not criminals they're not yeah. criminals they're just that's the only way to get like he's so in love with his boyfriend yeah but knows that you can't get gay married I need and that, to make my boyfriend a girl and that you're gonna be treated like not a human being if you're gay yeah. So the only so way the to solu- get the, the money... The perfect no-holes-in-it solution is to get your boyfriend top of the line. <laughs> 1970s yeah. gender reassignment surgery. So everyone will look on you guys totally normally after that. It'll definitely work out. I mean, I guess if you're... If you're going to, like, move away where people don't know you, Uh it's a little less likely. A little less. But it's still 1975. That's the thing. Yeah, so... That's the big hole. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But the thing is... Well, I guess it's the the other big hole, because we're trying to make a big hole. We're trying to make another big hole. Well, no, you want a tight hole. You want to make a, a snug uh, hole. Spoken like someone who hasn't seen Al Pacino's dick. You need a big hole. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. The, uh, I was going to say that I feel like Al Pacino definitely has done some more progressive or risque... Uh, not, I'm not risk, gonna get my boyfriend trans surgery. Not risk gay, but so risk then gay. we won't be gay anymore. <laughs> He's definitely done some roles like that that are a, that were a lot more progressive in that time frame yeah but then you know not so mainstream things but goddamn, fucking uh just the punch that we'll never get an answer for in cruising we'll (laughs) never get an answer for that punch it just i mean a punch you see the clip and you assume there's a context in the movie and you're like there isn't no but uh yeah so they when i smoke this weed (laughs) It makes me feel like a grandma's boy. <laughs> <laughs> grandma's boy. Al Pacino in Grandma's Boy. In grandma's boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you threw me off. <laughs> I'm sorry I threw you off with Grandma's Boy. <laughs> um, so yeah, as, as you can probably assume, the bank robbery does Goes badly. not go the way it should. They get there right after the money pickup for the day. Yeah. So there's, instead of hundreds of thousands of dollars, $1,100. Yeah, which uh, is not enough. It's not great. Um, and then, of course, they get... Tra- one, they get trapped in the- one guy immediately runs away yeah they get trapped in the bank and police yeah. obviously and um and then a lot of a lot of the movie is just uh conversations on the phone it's hostage negotiation as, as normal yeah. as it normally would be um also conversations with the gay not quite trans uh lover yeah who then like what begs him to not to give up yeah. Right? Like, begs him to... Yeah, begs himself... Begs him to give up. Begs him to not go on with this because, yeah. you know, obviously... I don't need the surgery that bad. I mean, I do want I, the surgery. I want the surgery. We want the surgery. But also, like, I don't want you to get shot to death by the police. Yeah. Or I don't want you to spend the rest of your life in jail. P.S. I want the surgery that bad. Yeah, but not that surgery. You want the surgery. Yeah, no, I want my surgery. So you that want me, it's not the same surgery you as you want me to rob a bank for you. I would so be that, willing for you to get just riddled with bullets by the police if it meant me getting the surgery at the end of it. But it doesn't end up with you getting the surgery. It ends up with me dead and no surgery. Well, then where's the fun? There is no fun. 
That's well, the whole point. Well, that's a sad movie. <laughs> it is a sad movie. It's a very sad why don't, movie. Why don't we make uh why don't we make a nice one called Cat Day Afternoon? Well where we both successfully rob a bank and then both get the surgery. That's amazing. <laughs> Let's do it. Can we do that? Let's do it. <laughs> And also, can it not be a movie and just be real? Just real. Real life can, cat can we day just, afternoon. Can we just do that? Yeah. Real life cat day afternoon. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. It's Future coming. podcast. Um, but yeah, man, th- th- this is genuinely the best movie that was that was not made. Like, there are other movies that are good. Yeah. But th- this one, as far as, like, story, quality, like, people involved. Yeah. Like, yeah it's... Like Prime Pacino, Prime Pacino, yeah, mid seventies like, Pacino is like, awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's a real, yeah, it's a really, really well done. Yeah, uh, the story's amazing. The acting's great. I have a real soft spot for uh, gay sex, <laughs> certainly, but this isn't gay. It's called your butthole. It's not gay because she's going to be a woman. <laughs> not yet, though. True, it's definitely gay right now. <laughs> yeah, right now it's gay. Super gay. Uh, I have a big soft spot for when criminals. Turn the public against yeah, the cops. I agree because like a crowd forms okay. around the hostage situation, and then uh, Al comes out at some point and he's like, "Fuck the cops, Attica!" And that's where the big Attica Attica yeah. chant is. And the chants, like the crowds, all chanting, "Yeah, fuck the cops, yeah, fuck the cops." <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I do like it. Yeah, when uh, yeah when criminals are able to uh, turn the public opinion against cops, yeah. uh, oh. like like Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, Jesus think Christ. I don't think I'm allowed to say that. No, probably not. I'm um, probably in trouble now. Yeah, the only, really Damn. the only thing that was like, he's not necessarily, like he's not even a criminal, like he's a criminal. In the yeah, movie. he's committing a crime, but, but he's not but a he's criminal. he's not a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's, yeah, so it's done. His heart's in the right it's place. It's done for love. His heart's in a gay place. It's done for love, which is more than you and I can say we've ever done for each other. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and then I, I like... It's strictly and, hatred. And he's, uh, until now, wasn't gay. He has an ex-wife and kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Al, Al Pacino yeah, yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I like the, so they like they give a the little epilogue at the end. Like uh, so, J- John Cazale gets shot because the FBI tricks him basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in the limo they were taking to the uh, to the plane they were gonna escape on. Uh, I mean, Wh- nice idea, guys. It which has happen. worked zero percent of the time. Yeah, has anyone ever get me a plane gotten on the, the flight? <laughs> I want a plane and a tarmac. I want a helicopter no one, from here. No to the one's plane. ever gotten the flight. Yeah. What was? Like, I mean, obviously, like, John Dillinger and all that stuff, but, like, what was the first modern bank robbery, and did anything work? Um, not a bank robbery, but D.B. Cooper worked, robbed a plane, and parachuted out, Ah. never caught. Right. Yeah. Um, Um, like, I mean, obviously, there was tons of, like, train robberies that, that, like, worked. The great train robbery? It was great train robbery. There was also a not-so-great train robbery. Sure. Uh, But no, you know, like, like go into the bank, hold up the bank. Get a bunch of money. Negotiations, blah, blah, blah. Like, what was the first one, and did anything work? Like, were they able to get... Because, like, it's not like... You know, now, even, like, in the 70s, you would be like, okay, they're, you know, they're gonna ask for... Uh, they're gonna ask for a way out. They're gonna ask for a plane. They're gonna ask, like yeah. they they know the steps. But what was the first one where they were like, oh my god, they're they're asking for a helicopter. They're like a pl- they're asking for a plane. Do, like, do we give it to how them? Do, how do we like what? Do, how do we get them the plane? I guess we just give it to them. Yeah, like I, I want to know what the yeah. first one was. Um, and has it ever worked? And has it ever worked? I'm thinking that, no. That's going to be some off-air uh, yeah. research, I think. So, yeah. So the thing says that, uh, yeah. So the, the uh, John Cazell gets shot. Pacino serves 20 years in jail. And uh, and his and it says his uh, ex-wife, uh, Angie, 
and uh, and his kids are living off welfare. To which I said, um, "Get a job, Angie. <laughs> <laughs> get a job, you dumb bitch. Your ex is in jail. He ain't giving you much. Yeah, fucking get on it. Get on it. Yeah, idiot. Yeah. So that's the yeah. that's the takeaway from Dog Day Afternoon. Get a job, Angie. Get a job, Angie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, which takes us to let's do it now. Feel a day. Okay, Fila Day. Fila Day. I was feeling it. 1994's Fila Day, suggested by Edward. Um, it was... Edward, we got... We have to talk. Edward, why do Edward, you... why don't you take a seat over here? First of all, who do you think you are? Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, why do you hate us? <laughs> In the sense that this movie is pure nightmare fuel. <laughs> the fact that you asked... Two kitty cats yeah. to watch a movie where cats continually get their throats did, did slashed do, or like, decapitated. A bunch of research to find like what movie shows the most dead cats. Well, yeah, like oh, I hope that he he's like a canine oh. and he wanted to punish us. I fucking swear to God, you Edward. motherfucker, Eddie. You listening, <laughs> Eddie? <laughs> a big Ed, you son of a bitch. <laughs> There, yeah, there is a full-on cat decapitation. Yes, like, like there, there's the head. Here's a bunch of blood. Yeah. Head the body. separate from body. There's a decapitation. There's a disembowelment. The disembowelment. There's, there's just a bunch jumping into electricity and dying. Yep. Uh, yep. There's a bunch of throat, throat slashed. Throat sl- slit. Yeah. Um, I did not know what I was getting myself into. I thought this was gonna be Oliver and Company, and yeah. I got myself but fucking. The like <laughs> a Serbian film of cat movies. I was gonna say you thought this was gonna be Oliver and Company, but you forgot that this movie was made in Germany. Ah, is it Germans? Because man, was this movie ever made in made. Germany? <laughs> made in Germany. Everything from Germany, whether it's for adults or babies. Feels like it's made by Werner Herzog. <laughs> He's like, I have to show the people the the, fu- the futility of life and the, the violence and 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 how life is pain and uh, and we'll yeah, sure we'll put the we'll put the kitty cat in there, but uh, it it will be uh, murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I must show the world that uh, the, the human experience the is not a human experience; it is a living being experience. <laughs> so. Even though the humans have the poor manners towards each other, the kitty cats also do not uh, treat each other well. And that I must showcase the children's uh, desires to see happy, upbeat kitties. But really what I want to show is them uh, killing each other and having their insides removed. And so they are on the outsides. And also no one should ever listen to that tape. You must must destroy that tape. I love Werner. I love he's him so much. Might be the best man. He, he's my favorite. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. God damn this thing. I so I I I will I will state for the record. I watched this. Uh, I had it on the laptop with my headphones plugged in. Yeah. And uh, Veronica was watching Master Chef Columbia. Sure. And I was playing video games. Yeah, because I was like, it's gonna be a kids animated movie that I'm just gonna like. I don't need to devote half pay attention all of to my just, attention to just it. to get this this the gist of it, so I can talk yeah. about it on the podcast. Oh yeah, I played video games for like ten minutes and, and then, then I stopped. Controller goes I, down. Yeah, I watched. Yeah, and and like literally, I still had the headphones on and I just kept going like, <laughs> what? <laughs> 
Yeah, like the uh, let's talk about how like there's just sex, and then they're talking about cruising, like gay cruising. I love that. Pretty early in the movie, there was a cruising reference. Yeah. Ah, I see you've picked up a young boy for cruising, cruising the gay scene. Gay, cruising the gay scene. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> that was great. Yeah, so the sort of the gist of the story is you're getting a narration by the the main cat who lives with a like I don't know like a fat piece of shit a guy, loser loser in like a rundown apartment or like I guess no like a rundown like, mansion mansion yeah, it's so, weird yeah, it's, a, it's a mansion. Um, it's got like three or four stories where he's got to like, you know, like he, he's sort of learning the, uh, the lay of the land, the lay of the land. And, and he meets like a, a, a sort of maimed chonky cat, a neighborhood tough with no, with no tail and Bluebeard. one eye that's been like cut yeah. and removed. And he sort of like befriends him, but like the friendship is friendship is weird. Yes. Cause like the, he's still kind of mean to him a little bit. He is still kind of mean to him. And as they're sort of like browsing the neighborhood and they're learning like who all the other cats that live in the neighborhood are, um, they discover a dead cat. Yeah. The cat has had its throat slit and, and apparently, and Bluebeard, uh, informs him that this is Bluebeard's not the, the first chunky one. Not, this has not been the first lately. There yes. Have been there has a, been a string. several. So he it's he goes on this like murder mystery journey. Yeah. To try. And I was not expecting this movie to be a murder mystery. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At I, all. I didn't know what I thought. It, like, Oliver. Yeah. But like, I, I thought I, like I knew it was German, so I thought there would probably be sex. I thought it would be a uh, dramatic version of Fritz the Cat. <laughs> I think that's what I thought. Sure. Sure. That that makes sense. It was also not that. Though. It was not. It was absolutely not that. Yeah. So. Uh, he discovers that there is a secret uh, cult of cats yep. in the attic of the mansion. Yeah, of the <laughs> where he's been live. living in. <laughs> yeah, where they are worshiping the sort of concept or idea of this like this sort of martyr cat. Martyr, yeah, this cat who, who Claudandus, Claudandus, Claudandus. Mm. Um, wouldn't it suck if it wasn't that and it was like Claude Dandis and you're like, what? I think it is Claude Dandis. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't think it's CLAW. Germany. What the fuck? Come on. <laughs> uh, so. I, Cause I, I think it's Latin for something. Oh I, It's, 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 it's Latin for he, he who who's must, a martyr. It's, it's like he who must be, uh, put together or, or okay, something. Okay. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. You could have Sorry. changed it. I know. Uh, so yeah. So he finds them sort of like worshiping at this, like, Alter, but there's like electricity where they're like electrocuting cats. Yeah, to like willingly, willingly, like they, they jump into yeah, the, the current. The cats are like sacrificing themselves yeah. in the name of Claudandis. Yeah, and he accidentally like gets discovered, and they're sort of like, "Hey, motherfucker!" Like it seems like they're gonna chase him and kill him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they don't. He run. Well, he escapes. Yeah, he yeah. He, he gets away and like way too easily. For yeah. there being like fifty there or were a sixty lot of them. cats, he yeah. gets away very easily. Um, so he ends up meeting a female cat, like an His indoor house cat, girlfriend, uh, whose name is Felicity? Felicity. Yeah, and he like obviously has feelings for her. There's also like the like the fake bad guy one, whose name is Kong. The, the the big chonker who's a huge chonker yeah doesn't even look like a dog okay he looks like a gorilla I mean like a dog gorilla he's a cat is he a cat 
Yeah. I thought he was a dog. No, no, no. Oh, because he doesn't look like it. He doesn't look like either of them. Well, now you've, now you've made <laughs> now me think. Now i confused I, you. I assumed he was a cat, but now I'd have to revisit. But, but anyway, that, that brings me to a point I wrote down. Um, so character design-wise. Yes. Main guy, Francis, looks awesome. Francis. He's a good boy. He's a good-looking cat. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a regular-looking, smooth cat. Yeah. Every successive character that's introduced in the movie looks less like a cat. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> like, like Bluebeard yeah. and then Kong yeah. and then... I'm, yeah. You know what? You're right. I'm, I'm going to say Kong's probably a cat. Yeah, but, but like, a giant I, I kind cat. of thought he was a dog. But maybe it's because I, I don't think I really like I mean, paid attention s- to his tail. Yeah. Like, I think just the upper, I was like, oh, that, like, look at this dumb Yeah, dog. no, he's an insane looking cat. Like, he doesn't yeah. look like a cat. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so like him, uh, Joker. Joker, who's is the leader also of the cult, an insane, insane looking. looking. Cat. Yeah, like every, like most besides Francis don't look like cats, which uh, which would make you think that they just can't draw cats. But Francis looks great. Francis is good, and um, Felicity looks Felicity good. Oh, looks uh, the good. one he fucks. The one he fucks looks good. Yes. Uh, Pascal looks. Yeah, Pascal okay. looks fine. And yeah. then Claudandis looks. Well, spo- spoilers. Okay, well, spoilers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's um, I, I I lost my train of oh yeah anyway so he uh while he's investigating he meets this um, computer cat computer savvy uh, techno technologically uh, enhanced cat Pascal uh, Pascal who is informing him of all the information and he's that, got records of all the cats in the neighborhood and the ones that have been and the, killed so and then all he's that. saying like oh like it's 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 five and they're all European short hairs yeah and then he goes ah it's actually six and the sixth one's not a European short hair and then turns out oh no it was his girlfriend my new girlfriend she's fucking dead she's straight up fucking dead and it just happened and her head has been re-ripped. and her head is completely ripped off. <laughs> Like, not even just cut. It's completely separate yeah. from her body. So he then sort of gets into a more, like, into a confrontation with Kong, and Kong's, like, gay Siamese cat sidekicks. <laughs> and they're gonna, like, beat, he's gonna beat the shit out of them. Yeah. But then sort of realizes, like, hey, like, why? Oh, because they discover uh, one of his like bitch cats that he has sex with yeah. is dead, mm-hmm. and he's kind of like, oh, like I, I'm not gonna stand for this anymore. Like I need to find out who's doing it because uh, he thought that Kong, because Kong said like I'm the one that did it. I'm I'm the the big bad yeah. booty daddy, <laughs> and then turns out he wasn't. Yeah. So they go to investigate like. Uh, he's like who's been doing this uh, to which they discover uh, that it's been uh, a, a crazy scientist doctor guy who who operated out of the top floor out of the mansion of his mansion who was uh, experimenting on these cats he was trying to make some uh, like tissue bonding thing that like uh, closes up wounds instantly yeah and his test subjects were stray cats yeah and 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 that makes sense because if you see the rest of the cats throughout the rest of the movie they all have scars a lot of them are fucked up cut like they're they're missing an eye or like no tail or whatever so it makes sense that he's been experimenting on them and then it turns out that he had like one test subject that That it worked on his like 
magnum opus. Yeah, like, who's Claudandis. Claudandis, who then kind of caused him to go insane. No, I, th- I think he was just like, the doctor himself was just like getting drunker and more unhinged. Oh, okay, yeah. And then Claudandis recognized this and killed him. And killed him, yeah. yeah. And, and took over. Yeah. So then they he discovers that Claudandis is real. Yeah. And alive. Yeah, and not just a myth. And not just this myth. Yeah. And he's this kind of the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's revealed that Pascal the computer cat is Claudette. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's the reveal. And... Which you largely see coming, but... Because yeah, it, yeah. it can't really be anyone else. Yeah. Uh, is there anything... Else? Uh, well, Claudandus's reasoning, it, his motivation, because mm. mm. it's not like he's just evil, uh, is he's been, because uh, c- he's learned about genetics from uh, being around all these scientists, and there's all these science books in the house that he's read, so he's read uh, Gregor Mendel's uh, theories on genetics and all that, so he, he's been trying to... Joseph Mengele. <laughs> he's been trying to selectively breed, because this, this female cat that showed up yeah. that, uh... He fox. Th- and, yeah, that was just fucking begging for it. Oh, she was just, thirsty. Yeah, total whore. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, and oh, P.S., you straight, you see full cat sex. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Did we, cat sex. did we mention? Um, yeah, so she's this, like, kind of, like, funky, exotic breed that uh that Francis doesn't really uh recognize, recognize. Yeah. and so what uh Claudandus slash Pascal has been doing is he's been trying to selectively breed the neighborhood cats uh actually backwards evolutionarily to a more wild yeah. a more uh, feral more type. wild feral cats yeah. so they can kill all the so people they can take over yeah. yeah they can kill the humans which you know what i respect the idea i respect it yeah anything if, that kills a bunch of people if i had to choose sides i'm choosing claudandis yeah yeah agree especially because they're germans well actually german <laughs> people yeah i yeah i didn't think about that aspect when it as it pertained to Germany, the, I, the se- I was going to say the selective breeding, and yeah. uh, although that's I guess they're a little German dicey. cats, so I'm a German cat <clears throat> and a Siberian cat. <laughs> I didn't realize that Siberia was a, a region in India. It's in Prussia. <laughs> ah, Prussia, northern India. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so then there's a, a Francis, uh, and, and Pascal, uh, who has cancer and is dying, so it's a Walter White situation. Yeah. Or a Jigsaw situation. Or a Jigsaw. Except for Jigsaw this, never dies. This preceded both. Uh, so original Jigsaw Walter White, Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, and he wants, because Fran- uh, the reason he's been killing these other male cats is because they weren't worthy of uh, breeding, but he thinks Francis is and would be... Uh, a good successor for him uh, but Francis uh, rejects the uh, title bestowed upon him and Fucking they have coward. have a big showdown and uh, Pascal lunges at Francis and Francis just holds his claw up and cher- tears him open from chin to scrotum <laughs> Everything comes out. Everything's out. Uh, also, a fire starts in all this because every uh, animated uh, battle has to have a fire at some point. Well, if it's two cats fighting, yeah, gotta have a fire. True. And, um, yeah, really, that fucking Lion King, Jungle Book, pretty, pretty sure Robin Hood had a fire. Yeah, Robin Hood has a fire. Yeah. yeah. So, you, you, know, you know, they stuck with, uh, they dance with who brung them. Yep. And, uh, yeah, and then... Uh, <laughs> Uh, 
uh, Francis uh, in the fire stumbles upon Bluebeard, who has been uh, gravely injured by Pascal, but drags him out and presumably saves him. It doesn't actually explicitly say, yeah. but he does drag him out, so I guess he doesn't die. Yeah. And uh, again, uh, climax over. Over. Done. <laughs> Finished. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Francis is a good boy. Francis is a good boy. But also, what a coward for not choosing to fuck. Yeah. You get to fuck all the women you want. He could have been Roddy Piper. Could have been Roddy Piper. <laughs> Roddy Piper's not a coward. He could have repopulated the earth with cool, with cool exotic cats. Exotic, uh, feral cats that kill humans. Yeah. How is that? Yeah. Yeah. Would you say it like that? How is that not awesome? Yeah. You coward. You pussy ass bitch, Francis. Bitch. Which, of course, takes us to 1995's <laughs> Gumby the Movie from Sea Dog. 95 or 85? 95. Really? Yes. Did I watch the wrong movie? Yes. Is there two Gumby movies? No. So you probably just watched oh, I probably one just wrote and down wrote it down wrong. Because it's definitely 95. Come on, the music is way too hip for 1985, Drew. You're crazy. Oh, yeah. I guess it would be before. Because, no, Gumby was around in the... Gumby was around in the 60s, 60s. but yeah. this movie... Maybe I wrote down 85? Yeah, I wrote down 85. I should have wrote down 95. Yeah. No, this is at oh, the... Oh, it's on Tubi. This is at the... <laughs> I love streaming services that people don't use. Yeah, this is the height of grunge. <laughs> Pearl Jam was in this movie. So yeah, if we had words for Edward for Philidae, we got a lot of words for Sea Dog for Gumby the movie. Why did you pick this? I hate what is what was going through your head? This move this movie made me feel insane. It made me feel schizophrenic. <laughs> Yeah, this one... Uh, like, there's so much weird shit in it that, like... I took so many more notes than I should have <laughs> for this movie. I, I don't know if it's because I was like, in, a, in, a, in that mindset to take notes, but... Sure. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and, like, this was at least written by a schizophrenic. It was written by somebody on drugs. The the plot is insane. Mm-hmm. I also I mean, like, especially for a, like a kids movie standpoint. Yes, it's so weird. Yeah. It's so fucking weird. Let me try to do. It. Okay, first, also, who was watching Gumby in, in the nineties? Nobody. Yeah, it was I a Gumby when I was in the sixties. Yeah. Uh, first of all, the the voice acting, like everyone is in. Intentionally mono. Well, not but a lot of the main characters and, yeah. are intentionally monotone. Every, everyone's monotone, ba, and, ba, and, ba, ba, and the dialogue ba, ba, is very choppy. So choppy, and it's very like it's non-childlike. Like yes. it's very adult. Like um, very like this is the manner in which you bum, should be bum, speaking, bum, 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 and bum, bum, I am bum, going bum. to use every single word that yes. I know in describing this. There will be no slang. There will be no pauses. I am no. just going to speak until the dialogue written on the page is done. Now it is your turn. To uh, there speak. will be one bit of slang. There will be uh, Pokey the Horse saying Holy Toledo yeah. 400 times. Three bajillion. Times. Including uh, one time, numerous times in a row. Uh, yep. Uh, there is one, one note that I made on dialogue that says, uh, I think at one point, one of the... Dumb guy. I don't fucking care what the character is. Uh, he said... Uh, I'll tell you which character. Hmm? Give me... Uh, uh, describe he, it. I'll his his exact statement is, Someone has kidnapped them. Surely. <laughs> Someone has kidnapped them. And don't call me Shirley. Yes. It's... Yeah. Anyways, yeah. A bunch, a bunch are weirdly monotone. And then one guy is Ed Wynn. 
Uh, is, is that Jew Gene Shalit? Uh, no, that guy. That guy's Groucho Marx. Oh, voice wise, yeah, he's, he's not actually Groucho <laughs> Marx, but like he's doing Groucho yeah. Marx. And then one guy is just doing Edwin, like Mad, Mad Hatter from Alice mm. in Wonderland, mm. the Edwin's perfect fool yeah. character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the doctor is uh, mm, mm. is Edwin voice. Mm. So th- those were all uh, interesting choices. So okay, so the fucking plot of this fucking movie. Okay, I how do I? Okay, I, I don't know that you need to go so in depth on something so stupid. No, I want people to feel the mental anguish that I did. Like this made me feel yeah. mentally ill. So Gumby. So Gumby and his horse Pokey fly in from the moon. That's how it starts. <laughs> yeah, that. Doesn't matter. No, not uh, even remotely important. Pokey lands at one spot, and then Gumby keeps going and lands at another spot. This results at, in Pokey being sort of mad at Gumby. This results in Pokey being a sad sack cunt. Yeah, for the first half hour of the movie, yeah. and then it's completely resolved. Uh, yeah, so like it's it's. It, He's he's mad at him and he's a little bitch about everything until he finds Gumby and Gumby goes Pokey like what are you so and he goes yeah you're right that's it done <laughs> yeah nope I kind of thought it would be like a whole movie arc but no it's just it was an act one arc and then totally resolved yeah so yeah. the the deal is Gumby's in a hot new band Gumby and the Clayboys more uh, like more like Gumby and the Gay Boys. Did I say that out loud to myself and then laugh at myself while watching this? The I is, said yes. it to you before you watched the movie, you jerk. I forgot and then thought of it myself again and laughed again. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a real easy joke to make. <laughs> they are called the Clay Boys. Yeah. So they have a hot new band. Yeah. They also Gumby Where also they play rock and or roll. Yeah, really shredding. They shred. Yeah. Um, it's, like Gumby, it's like listening to early Pantera. <laughs> so Gumby has an anthropomorphic horse named Pokey who they just talk to like equals. Yeah. Gumby also has a non-anthropomorphic <laughs> yeah. dash hound, yeah. Dachshund, Dachshund. Pardon, pardon me, named Lowbelly, cute name. Most adorable name. <laughs> Who's it's just a, a dog. It's a real, it's a real uh, goofy, Pluto? goofy Pluto situation. It's an absolute Goofy Pluto. Now, is it okay for Goofy to fuck Pluto? We've established yes. Hmm. Especially if Goofy is a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. Then it's definitely on the table. But then why is he as a dog allowed to fuck the cow? Hmm. Inter- interspecies erotica? Uh, cows don't have agency. So. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I'll, you can do I'll what allow you want. it. It's like fucking a plant. <laughs> it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Why? Because cows are food? Because cows are food. Okay. That's fair. And that's why people can fuck sheep. Absolutely. Because um, they're clothing and food? Because they're clothing and food. Yeah. If you're two things, if, I can fuck you. Like, if you're a man and a woman, <laughs> <laughs> I could fuck you. Just, just be aware that if you've ever bought f- me, uh, meat or clothing, clothing from New Zealand or Scotland, you're eating someone's cum or you're wearing someone's cum. <laughs> That's an interesting thing to think about yeah. and 100% accurate. Yep. So... The music that Gumby and the Clayboys play is so beautiful that it causes the dog Lowbelly to cry. And these tears immediately crystallize into very valuable pearls. Yeah. Now, smash cut to the, the loan agency where these... 
<laughs> where these two guys with cubes for heads, they call them blockheads. Uh, one says uh, one says J on the side, and one says G on the side. I think we can all guess what the guy who's uh, who says J on the side stands for at the loan agency. At the loan agency. Uh, I assume the G stands for a uh, guy who is Jewish, <laughs> <laughs> and you can figure out the J. <laughs> Uh, so they've repossessed. Uh, okay, and the, the, <laughs> are you still working? Just another Jew? <laughs> yeah, you got it. Uh, so the way the world of Gumby works is uh, all the characters can move into and out of books. Yeah, it's educational and for the kids. and the worlds contained within those books. So in the farm book, uh, which is where the loan agency is. Uh, they've repossessed all the farms. All the farms. Because, how? okay, that, honestly, my biggest problem with the movie, how does nobody own their farm? How are they all indebted to the loan agency? Um, how dumb are these farmers financially? Well, they're all women. They are all women. And women farmers are worse than male farmers. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to piece this together. Okay, keep going. And Talk it out. women make 70%. Yeah. So their loan payments... Are 30% higher? Are 30% higher. Mm. So they can't afford to pay it off as quickly as a man. Be- and also because they're not even allowed to handle the money and they in can't the household. Vote. And they can't vote. Yeah, nailed it. And if they're white, they fought dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Airtight. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So all the old female farmers uh, get their letters from uh, the loan agency and fall down upon reading them. They faint. And then the loan agency is so greedy that even after... Why are they greedy? Uh, who's to say? Probably J&G. Uh, <laughs> that repossessing all the farms isn't enough. And they have heard tell of this dog that cries pearls. Yes. So they kidnap the dog. They clone the dog's essence onto a robot. Send the robot back to Gumby so he doesn't think his dog is missing. They keep the dog in a cage and try to get it to cry pearls for them. Uh, so they play a recording of the Clayboys music, but it's not enough to make them cry. They need the real deal. Yeah, like they, they crank it up to 11. <laughs> so then they kidnap the whole band and make robot clones and of... fuck them. And, and make robot clones of them and try to make them play the music live so it makes the dog cry the pearls. Yeah. But uh, the technology is not quite there yet and they're bad at music they're bad at music (laughs) so it doesn't work so that's sort of the main plot and then um so the the gumby clone gets loose and there's a goes on a murderous rampage goes on literally a murderous rampage and uh and then you gotta get a lot of uh, gumby hot gumby on gumby action yeah and uh and if gumby's a white guy there's more white guy karate so robot Gumby kills regular Gumby seven or eight times. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Literally uh, slices him in slices half. Slices him in half. Like, like just. over him. Yeah. Like, I don't know at what point they'll understand that Gumby is immortal. He's the chosen one. 
<laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's Christ. You can't kill. Yeah, he's a Gumby Christ is Christ. Yeah, and Robot Gumby is Satan, the the fallen angel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So eventually, and they they've established that uh, water is bad for robots. So uh, Gumby lures Robot Gumby into a clever trap, and luckily Gumby's dad is a fireman, and uh, then they soak him and hose him. And uh, he dies a pretty gruesome death, yep. as does the rest of the robot clone band. Yeah, but the way that they get the robot clone band is so silly of, like, they've sprayed water, robot, <laughs> yeah. robot Gumby's dead, the robot band comes, and they're like, he's dead. And then they walk into the Step water. Step into the water and melt. <laughs> And that's kind of it. Everyone's sort of happy after that. And they uh, play a nice little concert and then go back to the moon at the end of it. Why not? Oh, no, and, and, they, and with all the pearls, uh, save the farms, of save course. The farms. Yeah. Uh, this was a big uh, farm aid. Yeah. Yeah. Farm aid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Get it together, farmers. So I made some notes. Uh, just awful fucking claymation, like by 1995 standards. Oh like, yeah, this like, was made. This was it made is in advanced. Twelve. It is advanced zero since the sixties television show. Yeah, it lo- I think it it's made horrible. by the same people. I think it's just this weird married couple. Doesn't, it's it's like doesn't surprise me. It's like Jan and Art Cloakey or something. All right, I'm gonna look up the Cloakies. You say more oh, of your notes. Cloakies. Uh, at the beginning, there was uh, some claymation cultural appropriation. As there was uh, a- animated dancing natives, and then uh, Gumby decides that he wants to do it as well, and so he <laughs> does. Right. He does uh, claymation brownface. That's right. Yes, he does. Yeah, he does some uh, whirling dervish yeah. dancing. Uh, at one point, it's just the that the girl Gumby can fly and oh, just yeah. like stretch into whatever. Like, yeah, why did you wait it, until their the... initial fight with with Robot Gumby? I'm like, oh, she is also all powerful. <laughs> yeah, and why don't you just use the fucking power? Like, yeah. if that's your power, uh, why not use it all the fucking time? Why wait until the very end when you've been driving around in a car <laughs> looking for Gumby? <laughs> and then, uh, the, 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 so one big fucking problem I had was that there were these two groupie girls... Who yes. were on the lookout for like trying to track down Gumby because they want to see the show, whatever. Then and, when they find, and maybe fuck him, and when yes, and when they find out that he's gone missing, uh, they're like, "Oh, we saw some the blockheads take him into a book." So they're driving around, and the one girl like, "Oh, I can't remember the name of the book that the electronics and oh, yeah. robots book that they were taken into. Maybe it's this one." And they drive into old, old McDonald's farm. farm. You dumb cunt. Yeah, robots and electronics, and it's going to be old McDonald's farm, you idiot. That was fun. Um, then uh, there is like a like big record producer guy who wants to put them live on TV for their performance. Yes. Uh, he's this Jewy Gene Shallot looking motherfucker. Gro- Groucho Marxy. 
Groucho Marxy and when Gumby comes back, but it it turns out that the rest of the band has been kidnapped. Yeah. And he decides he needs to go save the rest of the band. And Gene Shalit's like, don't you know how... I can't even do it. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, don't you know how much this costs? If you guys leave, I'm going to lose all his money. These... these uh, these uh, cam- cameras, cameras and, and lighting cost so much. I You're going to lose so much money if you go. And, and it's a very dry cold. And he doesn't give a shit that Gumby's friends have literally been kidnapped Might and be experimented dead. on. Yeah. Because the the, the Jewish Jewy producer is going to lose <laughs> a bunch of money. Um, and on top of that... This isn't. Uh, this is uh, the second movie on this list that involves a bunch of people morphing together. <laughs> oh my god! There is okay. Hot take. Gumby the movie has more body horror than society, <laughs> society. or brain dead. There is a scene where who is it? It's is it just two random people and no, Pokey? Uh, it's. Or is it? It's Pokey, the girl one, and the dinosaur one. The dinosaur, that's right. So two of them are going down a slide, and Pokey's at the bottom. And they slide right into Pokey, and it's just uh, a full uh, the thing slash color out of space issue. They're all just yeah. one disgusting they, blob. They just morph together, but you can still see the, like color separation as you they're in a ball some with greens. their three heads poking yeah, you out. You can see some greens, some reds, some yellows, but it's just a mess. But luckily uh, some doctor has the technology to uh, reintegrate them or yeah. whatever it was. But the, And like this, that scene didn't really have anything to do with the rest of the movie. Someone was just into body horror. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> just wanted to do some weird stuff. Yeah. They were like, what if we put them together and just make them kind of... <laughs> Uh, like, can't get apart from each other. So this was, in fact, uh, made by Jan... Uh, Jan. I keep wanting to say Jan. Uh, Gloria and Art Clokey. Okay. Who are the, the original Clokies. creators of Gumby and Davy and Goliath in the 1960s. I think even yeah, yeah. 50s Gumby started. Yeah, yeah. I think Gumby started in 1956 or something yeah. insane. So Art Clokey is 75... When this movie at this point, yes, yeah, okay. So he like, and he directed it along with his wife. So the, there, they're just this weird fucking married couple who love weird claymation, and that is what they do. The, like his only credits are claymation. Things. Yeah, that makes sense. Bad claymation of things that no one's watched. There is like there is so, and and the credits are literally just like David Goliath, uh, sixty to sixty seven, Gumby Show. 56 to 68 uh there's a gumby uh, there's a one episode gumby revival in 1988 and then gumby the movie 1995 because the public demanded it and the cloakies came out of retirement who are you to tell them they aren't in high demand me yeah i'm the goddamn lone rangers who i am (laughs) So, I hope you enjoyed listening to all three hours and 15 minutes. Of oh, boy. Well, you know what? Here, look. Uh, side A, that's long. Side B, I'm glad we didn't do 20 today. <laughs> uh, fuck. 20, 20 would have been seven or eight hours. 
Yeah. Uh, if you heard yours, thank you very much for. Yeah, thank you so much. This was a success beyond our wildest dreams. Well, probably not wildest. I probably, I if I'm being perfectly honest, I probably had wilder dreams than uh, getting 20 movie requests. Yes. Uh, for you- example. Cat Day Afternoon. Cat Day Afternoon. Uh, That's a wilder dream. If you didn't hear yours, although you most likely heard at least one of yours. Yeah. Uh, but if you didn't. Don't forget the second episode listen, will feature. Listen right now because here's what it'll feature. It'll feature these remaining ten. Rabbit Proof Fence. Mommy Dearest. M-O-M-M-I-E. You and I sex. You and I sex. He's just not that into you. The Exorcist 3, My Little Pony, The Movie. I love anything that ends in The Movie. <laughs> a Whisker Away, another cat movie. Cats and Dogs, another cat movie. <laughs> Swamp Ape. And the 2000 Razzie winner, I believe, Battlefield Earth. Oh, pardon me, one more. And There's Something About Mary. And I think that is the uh, other ten. Have you my penis? So if you, yeah, if you've requested something, paid for something, uh, and you didn't hear it today, and you didn't hear it, didn't hear it on that list right now, uh, as we said, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, get get at me in some form. Hey, 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 why don't you get at me at not Scott Henson on Twitter, or get at Drew uh, at Sarian Softballs. And uh, again, the uh, we thank you much for the money you sent for this, but that shouldn't stop you from still sending money. And if you want to do that, you can go ahead and send that to paypal.me, paypal.me slash notscotthenson, N-O-T-S-C-O-T-T-H-E-N-S-O-N. I, I pre- we, we hope you appreciated the, uh, the length of this episode. I, say, I think we gave... It's not uh, ruining your fucking day. I think we gave everyone their money's worth, though. I think everyone's going to be happy with... What we devoted you to their movie. You think that, but I think a lot of things. You think a lot of things. <laughs> um, I don't have much else other than the secret letter, and we are fucking winding down on secret letters, folks. We'll have more info on the whole secret message as it comes to a close, because we should probably give a prize or something. Nah, or not. You know yeah. what, you Drew? Uh, I like your style. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about it, but we're winding down. Secret letter today is E. How do you like that? E- and we'll, uh, enough talking. 